It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. He's going to force a three. Jackson up. Missed it. Gaffney, the Florida Atlantic rebound. Barely Dickinson. Barely Dickinson. No fouls. Florida Atlantic is going to the Sweet 16. And there goes everybody's brackets. <laughs> <So anyway. laughs> Wrong radio station, 850 WFTL, Jennifer Ross. Uh, Dieter's filling in for Bill. He's got uh, a couple of, how many weeks he take off? Two, three, four? Wait, I, I'm filling in? Yeah, aren't Did you? anybody tell me about this? You didn't know about that? <laughs> As you dragged your sorry butt in here after watching FAU till 1130 last night. Yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, yeah, Bill's uh, got a couple of days off. His uh, brothers are in town. Yes. The Adams clan is together, so I, I'm telling you right now, you run into these guys in a bar, go out the <laughs> other door, because they're a crazy bunch. The mean streets be, of Delray, look out. They'll be all over the place. By the way, is anybody's bracket good? No. So all the brackets are dumb. That was the sound you heard there, our good buddy Ken Levicka. That was uh, aired last night right on our brother station of Fox Sports 640 is the FAU play-by-play announcer for a long time. And they, they are having their moment in the sun. FAU is in the sweet 16 for the first time ever. 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 Here we are talking about them. Remember last week we were talking about them, right? And here they are going in a bus. I said, oh, they're driving to Columbus because I didn't even know they actually had a plane to take oh, them there. Flying, yeah. Good for them. You know what? Good for them. Now, the next I got I got a song I want to play for you because it's oh, kind of cute. Okay. Yes, but I got to find it first. All right. This is uh, this is what they call the the Sweet 16 dance. And <laughs> if you've never heard it, well, it's kind of cute. So listen. <laughs> Blue Jays, Bulldogs, Bruins, and Razorbacks, Hurricanes, Huskies, Owls, Cougars, Wildcats, Aztecs, Spartans, Musketeers, Crimson Dive, Longhorns, Volunteers, 15-seater Tigers ruined your hoop dreams, you got killed, your bracket looks like a crime scene, the Sweet 16. You know what the funny part about it is, out of the t- the top ones, who's left, Alabama? Alabama and Houston. Okay, Mattress Mac is still alive with his multi-million dollar bet on Houston to go all the way, right? That's right, yeah, we talked about that last week, we found out like at the end of the show on Friday that Mattress Mac, you know, the famous guy there in Houston, he's always got these big bets, and he has $4 million spread across different sports books for Houston Jeez. to win the national championship. And guess guess who Houston plays next, Jen? FAU? No. Oh. Our second South Florida team who made the 16, the Miami oh. Hurricanes. Now, they've been there before, though, the Hurricanes, right? Yeah, this is actually their second year in a row going, because they actually made the Elite Eight for the first time ever last year, and they lost to Kansas, who's out of the tournament this year. Yeah, Kansas my team won last died. Year. Yeah, so you're some, out. Some school I'd never heard of beat them. Uh, FDU, what are they called? Well, no, actually, so Fairleigh Dickinson, who FAU beat last night. Yes. Fairleigh Dickinson knocked out Purdue in the oh, first Purdue. round. So that happened over the weekend. It was the first, or second time ever that a 16 seed had beat a one, which is just incredible. Second time that's ever happened. <laughs> who are these people? There's a small school in New Jersey, Fairleigh Dickinson. <laughs> Nobody knew who they were. And who, who has the average height? It was funny. Average height, six feet. Average height of opposing team, six, five. And I went, and they won? Fairleigh Dickinson is the smallest team. They're out now because that's who FAU beat last night. But they're the smallest team in the country. Not in the tournament. In, in the, the country. country. And they beat Purdue, who has this seven-foot-tall NBA prospect. And they're just running by. And this guy has feet in the cement on Friday night. With their <laughs> <laughs> Dickinson. So, they were, I mean, they were a great Cinderella story. A 16 seed to get, you know, knock out the one. But good for FAU because then they knocked out the Cinderella. Now they're in the Sweet 16. Someone placed a 50. 
waived a $33,000 bet on FDU. Oh, stop. Fairly Dickinson. No, they didn't. To beat Purdue. No. Yes. $33,000? $33,000 bet. They took home $495,000. Oh, it, The bet has, and the payoff have been confirmed by the Sports Betting Center. Wow. And imagine that. Maybe some, it was Mattress Mac. Maybe. You got That's some disposable income to just be like, I'll put 33 grand on a 16 seed and wow. see what happens. So now next is FAU's going to play Tennessee right. Thursday, Madison Square. They're going to Madison Square Garden. The big time. Wow. The Owls are little old Owls from Boca Raton. <laughs> Moving then, on to MSG. Uh, Miami will face Houston on Friday in yes, Kansas City. In Kansas City. So, so where are they now? Where did they play before? Um, Miami was actually playing up in Albany. They Why do they a, keep on moving them? They have these different regionals. So, I mean, it's just that's kind of the way it works. The first couple of rounds are in one city with all these different teams. They all play in the same arena. And, that you know, so it was Vegas. It was Orlando. It was Columbus, Albany. I think there was a couple other spots that had teams playing in the first couple of rounds. And now they move for the Sweet 16 and the uh, Elite Eight. I believe wow. they play in those locations. Okay. And then, then the Final Four is in Houston, which we talked about. What happens if FAU wins it all? Can FAU you imagine? and Miami <laughs> can meet in the national title game. If they both continue to win, no, they will they converge. Can't. They will just tournament, just bracket-wise speaking, they will converge into the championship game. How fun would that be? That, would, happen? that would be great. That, what Most are the odds not, of that, what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> it's cool to see them both in there, two South Florida hey, teams right who there. Who thought FAU would get past any of the – we had them getting beat by, what, Memphis? The very first round, was I, it Memphis that I, played? Yeah, I mean, I thought they could beat Memphis. But, you know, then I figured they're going to play Purdue, and that you was it. You took them. But then, you know, Purdue ends up losing. So really That's cool amazing. to see. Fun times for the South Florida basketball teams here. Good for them. <laughs> well, fun times tomorrow, if it indeed it comes true. Uh, according to his Truth Social, the one Donald Trump is going to be arrested tomorrow. Yeah, we wanted to start off with something actually fun, <laughs> fun? And, uh, and, you know, uplifting <laughs> to start off the week. And next we'll get into, will there be riots tomorrow? Well, hopefully not. You know what? I'm really disappointed that he did what he did, especially after the January 6th situation when everyone says it was his fault right. that people stormed the Capitol. What he did on Truth Social probably wasn't the best, and Kevin McCarthy's already out trying to allay fears. So He's pure emotion well, sometimes, and that's not good. We'll talk about whether or not Trump's going to be brought down with handcuffs tomorrow. And dun, dun, there's, dun. there's a wrinkle to this, too, that I'm trying to figure out, but... Yes, the special guest today? That oh, one? No. Oh, there's a special guest showing up today, supposed to put the kibosh on all of it. Okay. Should be interesting. All we'll right. talk about that and more coming up next at 850 WFTL. I don't think people should protest this, no. And I, I, th- and I think President Trump, if you talk to him, he doesn't believe that either. Well, that would be House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he doesn't want any protests or violence. If the former president, that would be Donald Trump, is arrested tomorrow because on Truth Social, the former president says, fight back, protect your nation. Come on. If I get arrested, he wants people to protest. And I'm thinking, you know what, Mr. President, probably not a good idea that you put that out on Truth Social. There are crazy people out there. They listen to your every word. They think this means storm the Capitol again. You better watch. He better watch out what he's asking for. Oh, 100%. I mean, it was a complete and total total 
mistake for him to write that. I was like, on, whoa. I think this was Saturday, right? Saturday yeah. morning, this kind of started to, like Friday night, Saturday morning, this started to break. And then we started to see that Truth Social post like Saturday morning with him saying, fight back, to, or, you know, take your country back after they arrest me. And it's like, what are you doing? You already got accused. You already went through all of these hearings of January 6th. I, know <laughs> I think you learned. Because they say that, that you incited <laughs> violence when he actually didn't. He didn't say, go storm the Capitol. We've been over this a million times times so that part was a witch hunt but with this if someone comes out and protests and say they start tearing down you know they break into the manhattan da's office or they start storming some type of you know uh a court in manhattan tomorrow right then you can actually go back this time and directly say he incited violence yes. because of what he wrote i i don't know why he did it it was it wasn't probably the best thing however there are a number of things that are playing in this whole court situation uh, Kevin McCarthy is under the impression, as well as many Repu- Republicans, that Bragg, the prosecutor, the attorney in New York, the state attorney in New York, is purely doing this for political purposes. Oh, 100%. It's a that complete it's farce. nothing to do with it. That sure. the statute of limitations has long run out on a, an affair that allegedly took place in 2006. Oh, we didn't find out about it until 2011 when Stormy Daniels talked about it like in a 60 minutes interview and then of course just before the 2016 run uh cohen his former attorney who went to prison who's also one of the big people testifying against trump in this this court says uh well i paid her one hundred thirty thousand dollars to go away hush money so they say so they say uh so cohen is is the one michael cohen his former attorney for trump was the one who basically laid the groundwork for the the state attorney in new york now here's the thing his attorney michael cohen's attorney acosta testifies today and he's allegedly going to say that everything michael cohen has said was a crock I see. That's the rumor. And well, he may actually affirm what Michael Cohen has been saying. I don't know. But the rumor is he's going to blow the whole thing out of the water and there won't be anybody prosecuted and Trump won't be arrested tomorrow. You see, and that's this, some of this stuff like the muddy, the, the waters are so muddied because number one, you know, you, you read about this and you start to see, okay, well, this is a misdemeanor if it's if it's even something that's they can get him on. That's the first thing because this has been adjudicated before. This has gone through the courts. Right. Stormy Daniels lost her case to a grand jury and was ordered to pay Donald Trump in a defamation suit. Remember, then she went on tour. What was it? The, oh yeah, that's right. What was it? The something um, horny. Yeah, tour make or something. America. Make, yeah, make America horny again <laughs> so or something. Stupid. Some, some stupid. It was thing. her book tour. So gee, wonder why she tried to get you know money off of that right by writing a book about the whole thing. So and that's where you know that uh, creepy lawyer uh, Avenatti came from oh, was with Stormy Daniels. And what you a know, pair they, they, all, were. they all got in trouble. Yes, every single Cohen, one of Michael them. Cohen, Avenatti—they're all crooks. Absolutely. Wow. So then you, now this comes back out of nowhere because you got you know this this DA in New York, Alvin Bragg, who just takes marching orders from Soros and says, "Well, let's go ahead and do this." And they just grasp at straws. There's nothing here. It's already gone through the court system. It's already gone through the legal process, and now they're going to try to get him on a charge in New York. By the way, right? And he's down here in Florida. So, I mean, as far as I know, and I could be wrong about this, but everything I was reading says this was not a federal charge. It would have to be upgraded to a federal charge. And what that means that right now... It's they, just a state charge. They, it's a state charge. So they wouldn't have jurisdiction to arrest him in Mar-a-Lago. So I don't even understand how this is all going to take place. Well, they'll show up anyway, though. I mean... Jurisdiction or not. 
Well, the FBI sure. did to raid his his house. Yeah, I mean, remember? that wasn't Miami FBI. Remember? Yeah. But does 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 you know DeSantis get involved? And that's what some people are speculating is he has the power to get involved, and if he doesn't, you know, is he just kind of turning his back and letting it happen? So there's so much political talk that surrounds this too with everybody. But after after all the crap that Trump has said about DeSantis or DeSanctimonious, as or, he calls him, yeah. you know, tiny, you know, what do you call him, meatball, meatball, yeah. or whatever the heck he's calling him is. Uh, why would you stand up for the guy? You yeah, know? I get it. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch out. You know, those well, they say say politics make strange bedfellows, but still, you gotta be careful. <sighs> You're trash. I don't know how all this works out or how it can work out again. I mean, just with jurisdiction and federal and state charges, it's all. It's crazy is what it, it is. It is. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. It's stupid. <laughs> well, we shall see if the president is former president's going to be arrested. He keeps on saying tomorrow they're going to come and put cuffs on him and take him They away. just want that imagery is what they well, want. They also don't want him running for the presidency. Right. So this is their way of making sure that he doesn't. But it, it won't even egg. stop him. What it will do is they try to drain, drain him of his money. Is what they want to try to do. It's not going to happen. Which you, that's never going to happen. Not going to happen. So, and you know what? This is the sad part about it for all the Democrats that are listening. This only makes Donald Trump more popular. Exactly. Yes, and that's the point that they're missing. Is this makes him look <laughs> like the 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 martyr? He is. You know, they're going to walk he's him like in the handcuffs. Oh of my God! He's going to suck this. He's going to watch. He's probably going to fall. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. Gonna say he can't breathe. Oh, yeah, can <laughs> you imagine? The, take the cuffs off. Oh me. my gosh! And that's all it does is makes him look like the martyr. And then twenty minutes later, he's out. And then he just says, you know, look at this. You know, they're trying to take me. And imagine what they can do to you. And then it emboldens maybe some independents who feel like, yeah, you know what? They're they're doing this guy dirty. Maybe I will vote for him again. It's true. It's true. So it's a you know stupid, what? stupid thing that they're doing. Alvin is a he's a he's not a nice man. Alvin Bragg, just he's a puppet, just another yeah. puppet. Uh, by the way, if your child is uh, partying in Miami Beach. Oh, what a mess. They had two shootings this weekend, and Miami Beach was quick. The police department was quick to say both of the shootings that took place where people died, not Miami residents, that there are people from other states that are visiting. So mm. these were either spring breakers or bad people that just came to take part in the celebration. Anyway, there's a new curfew in effect from midnight to 6 a.m. Wow. So midnight. midnight, and it was all this weekend, and then they're talking about doing it next weekend, starting on Friday. Wow. So if you're out partying and you're here for spring break, midnight they shut everything down. Whoa. Can you imagine? I can, you know what, I can, I thought about this and I went, midnight, well, God, that's pretty late. And then I thought, God, when I was in college, I didn't go out till 10 o'clock. Right, exactly. It was Maybe like, okay, early. You, you studied until 10 and then you went out to drink or drown somewhere. Well, this is, so, <laughs> this is what happens. You those when you were in college? Drink or drown? Yeah. Uh, I was, maybe. Maybe it was called something else yeah, at that point. Call it drink or drown. Yeah. Serene, Thursday nights, always there, 11 o'clock. Oh, boy. Never failed. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a blue martini, I can tell you about, over, off the air, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, and things are getting out of control already for uh, spring good. break. Not good at all. Not good at all. And I, you know what? I, I have to share because I actually laughed out loud when I saw this. Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, this was funny. <laughs> he put out a tweet. When did it come out? Yesterday? Was it I think yesterday? so, yeah. Because apparently he keeps on getting all these requests from journalists to have interviews. So he said he set Twitter on an automatic response that if you're a journalist and you ask me for an interview, this is what you're going to get. And it's the poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's too much. I was like, oh my God, this guy has such a sense of humor. I, I Really, it made me <laughs> laugh out loud. I was like, that is the funniest thing I've seen in a very long time. Thank you so very much, Elon, for <laughs> I don't putting a him. smile on my face. Well, just imagine the, the words that they'll try to twist if he does any interviews. Give me a break. He's smarter than that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of tough to beat. Because he's so smart. He's he's way, way ahead of oh, me, yeah. by the way. Uh, speaking of which, it is the first day of spring. Oh, happy spring. Happy spring. And if you go to Dairy Queen, if you can find one. I know. They, oh, yeah, they, they tore yours down. They rolled over mine. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so upset. To put in an industrial park. I'm like, you got to oh, no. be kidding me. Jerks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I got to travel up near you, the, the frigid north. Yes, that's right. There's one up there somewhere. Uh, you get a free cone of vanilla ice cream if you go in and say happy spring. For the first day of spring? Yes. It's interesting. They There's do it the... every year. Really? Yeah. Hello. Well, that's why maybe now they're doing it more and more because there's fewer Dairy Queens around. Yeah. I love Dairy Queen. But uh, here in South Florida, we got some much-needed rain last night, which is good. Uh, that's gone, but it's going to be colder today, high at around 70. I was shocked. Yesterday morning, got, went outside getting ready for church, and all oh. of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, go back inside, put long sleeves on. Yeah, where did this come I from? I know, it was chilly. We lit a fire, and then somebody said, uh, you're not supposed to be burning. So then I had to put it out. I was like, <laughs> There's okay. Jen again breaking There's the rules. There's me breaking the rules. They're not kidding. You're not kidding. I'm <laughs> always breaking the rules. Uh, by the way, Bill has a, a couple of days off, so he will be back sometime next week, we hope. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> See how he feels. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? You took four months off, woman. I'm not coming back for a <laughs> He's while. getting you back. Hey, if you drive a Ford or a Lincoln, uh, stick around. Major, excuse me, major recall oh. and military cancer rates through the roof. Did really? you see this story? No. Not good. Not That's good at crazy. all. We'll have that and a lot more coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross uh, Diener filling in for a vacationing Bill Adams. He deserves a nice vacation. You deserve a vacation. Yeah. You guys filled in for four months while I was uh, <laughs> home having my heart rebuilt. But uh, I got one day next month. Oh. <laughs> I have one day next year. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Phew. I was like, wow. You got to save up those days again. Uh, by the way, as we speak, uh, Chinese uh, president just arrived in Russia, in Moscow. Uh, by the way, if you want to know what he's flying on, it's called an Air Force 3701. It is the equivalent of what uh, our, they say the, uh, it's uh, the 767-800 or something. It's a it very large plane. a giant airplane. It's yeah. definitely an intimidation factor. Uh, he will be, she will be in Moscow for three days. Three today. days, okay. Yeah, he goes today through Wednesday. <laughs> now, here's the scoop. Uh, allegedly, he's there to broker a peace deal between right. Ukraine and, you know, and Russia. Here's the problem with that and what most military experts are saying. If he indeed calls for a ceasefire, what that does is it gives Russia time to rearrange their troops, to, re to resupply all their missile stocks and their tank stocks, and then hit Ukraine all at once on a date that they, de they decide on. I, I don't trust it. I want – here's the thing. I want to trust that, you know, uh, Xi Jinping there has some type of good intentions, but how can I trust that? No. How can I trust that the only reason he's going to Moscow – actually just landed in Moscow to meet with Putin and have this three-day summit is to actually broker peace – that yeah. at the end of this, they're going to come out and say, "Okay, we're not we're we're ending the war with Ukraine. You go live your lives." 
Yeah. That's I, I hope that's true. I want it to be true, but that's kind of hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, it's not going to happen. So we shall see. It's not It's not good that these two guys are getting together. It can't be by good. Any, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they're strengthening relations. Yeah. We think about that. Russia and China are strengthening relations. That's not, that's not good. It's not a good thing. I mean, you don't, you don't thing. want them fighting, but you don't want our two biggest adversaries to get closer and have you know better a better relationship. Well, and then on top of that, because well, you know, here's a little shiny ball over here. What have we always been saying? Watch Taiwan and watch little chubby in North Korea. Yeah, no one's paying attention on that crazy fool. He's by he's back by the way, little chubby. Oh, he's Kim Jong Un. Yeah, uh, he said he has ordered his troops to prepare for immediate and overwhelming nuclear counterattack nice. against enemies. As he accuses the United States of holding aggressive military drills with South Korea using military nuclear assets. Now, this following that on a single day in North Korea, 800,000 people signed up to join the North Korean military. That's what he says. Yeah. Oh, well, that's you sign up or we shoot you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure that's what that was. So we shall see. It's, it's uh, definitely a concerning report, no doubt. But again... You know, how much do you take this with with a grain of salt when it comes to what Kim Jong-un says out of North Korea? A lot of it is saber-rattling. A lot of it is, look how strong I am. I'm going to flex my, you know, nuclear power muscles. We have 800,000 troops that signed up all at once, all this stuff. How much of that is true? Well, they also didn't have COVID, don't forget. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. So let's, let's not right. forget that. However, one of these days, Chicken Little is going to be telling the truth. I, well, and, that's and, the part that's is, concerning. And, and right. what's even more concerning, before he wasn't around and his sister was running things. She's crazier than he is. Yes. But now he introduced the world to his daughter. Yeah, his teenage and daughter. She, she's standing over him while he's signing some paper. I don't know. And she just looks evil. I was like, whoa, they making her look that way or is that how she is? She just looks miserable. They and said I'm that, thinking, this is not good. They said she likes horseback riding. I thought maybe she can come over to your house. Oh, and sure. You can hang out. I'll run her over with mine. <laughs> That'll work well. Holy cow. Something to yeah, look she, out for. She likes horseback riding. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you have a Ford or a Lincoln, they're being recalled. 1.2 million of them because of Leaking brake hoses. Oh, that's nice. The, ND, the NHTSA says the front brake hose on affected models could rupture and leak brake fluid, which means it's extending the distance you need to stop the vehicle. Oh, jeez. Last time I heard about brake lines being cut, they didn't stop. But anyway, it includes Ford Fusion and Lincoln MKZ vehicles between 2013 and 18. Take it to your dealership. They said you'll get a letter. You kind of need that. What, you know, brakes? You, yeah. No, you can pull a Fred Flintstone. That, that, that's not a problem. Put your feet out Put there. your feet out and you'll be all set. Oh, my gosh. You know, can you imagine? No. It's always been one of my biggest things. It's like, you know, one day, are my brakes going to fail one day and I'm just not going to be able to stop? It's like You one live of those... in Florida. Really? You're concerned? Yes. There's no hill. There's no mountains. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm going 70 on 95. <laughs> you'll slow down. Don't worry about it. Somebody blow by you. Run into the wall. Stop right after you. Jeez. Don't worry about it. Uh, this was, was, you know what? There has always been concern that anybody that flies a plane has a higher risk of specifically brain cancer. Interesting. Uh, because of the electronics they're surrounded by, because of the closeness to the sun, hmm. it has always been speculated. Okay. Now the military says to the Pentagon, military pilots have higher cancer risks and the ground crews working around those aircraft also getting sick. They looked at nearly 900,000 service members who wow. flew or worked on military, air, military aircraft between 1992 and 2017. That's a long stretch. 
they had air crew members had an 87% higher rate of melanoma. Wow. 39% higher rate of thyroid cancer, 16% higher rate of prostate cancer for men, and 16% higher rate of breast cancer for women. Ground crews also higher good. brain and, and all kinds of problems. So is, is there a reason why? Is it just because of the materials that they're using, exposure to different chemicals? I mean, saying they're saying the ground crew probably because of what they're exposed to from the jets when they land and take off. Right. But I would assume the pilots the same as a commercial pilot. Your closeness to the electronics and the sun. That's so. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's that's a big sample size over five years, almost a million troops that they study. That's uh, it's a lot of people. It's concerning. They whatever whatever's happening there, they need to fix it. You're not kidding. I mean, you can't keep letting that happen with increased rates like that. That's crazy. It's scary. Well, everybody wants to be a military pilot, though. Well, did you remember? On Friday, I think I mentioned, I don't even remember, it all blends in. It was sometime <laughs> last week. I was talking about- Sure, it was last week. <laughs> I think so. It was last year. I don't know. They were, I was talking about the Army, how they were coming back out with their Be All You Can Be slogan again. Oh, yes. And how Jonathan Majors is going to be in this new big commercial for the Army. Should I know who Jonathan Majors is? He was in uh, the new Creed movie, and he played Kang in the oh, new Ant-Man movie. Oh, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Okay. And uh, so I, I, was, I was like, okay, we'll see when that commercial comes on. I cannot tell you how many times I saw that ad from the Army this weekend. Really? Over and over again. It was everywhere. I'm like, wow, they weren't kidding about trying to recruit through this new ad. Well, it's I a really good ad, actually. It's really well done. Does Did Top Gun 2? When Top Gun came out, yeah. they had like a 65% increase in people trying to join the Navy. It might have helped again. I, I don't know about the numbers all in, a couple in all, years. but that's crazy. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's re- really intense. But you know what? You know, be all you can be. If you got the gumption, God love you. They brought it back, though. Yeah, they brought back the slogan, and that commercial's everywhere, I'm telling you. I'm surprised you didn't see it this weekend. I didn't watch any TV. No? No, you I watched Mindhunters. Oh, they can't. I watched, I, watched, <laughs> I watched stuff that other people hide from. Come on. <laughs> and my kids are into this Viking show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, my I, God. It was so violent. I'm like, what are you people doing? That's, that's, not, that's not a Jen Ross no, show. No, it's not. No, and I happen no. to walk by like the epic battle scene. You always walk like, by when someone's getting their head cut oh, off. And that's exactly what <laughs> happens. Somebody get their head cut off. Speaking of which, my kids, when do you become an adult? This is really pathetic, this study about people 40 and under. I'm, I'm still working on you it. Gotta, you, well, wait. I want to see if you fall into this category. Right. Uh, it's the South Florida Morning Show. We'll be back with that and what's going on with Donald Trump next mm. at 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross. Uh, Bill, excuse me. Got a little choked up there because Bill has the day off. It's very sad. <laughs> Sad for anybody who runs into the Adams family in a bar this week. I said because Bill's brothers are coming in, and his brothers are older, and the whole all their families are coming together. So it's like the Adams family reunion. So I was like, "So what are you guys doing?" He goes, "Oh, nothing. We're going shooting, axe throwing, you know, the usual stuff." But nice. I went, Great. I said, is alcohol going to be involved? He goes, absolutely. (laughs) So if you see the Adams family anywhere, run, because they're a crazy bunch. I speak from experience. Hopefully they have fun. Did you see what he did with it? Oh, by the way, St. Patrick's Day was Friday. Yeah, it was a good day. It was fun. Did you get your? Did you go to Duffy's and get your corned beef and cabbage? We didn't go to Duffy's. We ended up at the uh, Thirsty Turtle, which is always fun as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Did they like have corned beef and cabbage? We didn't get the cabbage, but we got nice big corned beef sandwiches. Oh, you don't so like cabbage? This. I do eat the cabbage, but I don't think they had it. But they, they had the corned beef sandwiches, which they normally have, I think, anyway. 
It's good corned beef. It's it's it corned yeah. beef and cabbages. We, I love. <laughs> there was this big Irish pub that we passed by on the way. They were like, "Oh, we can go check that out," and it was packed. <laughs> I bet. Packed. Did they, were they in the parking lot? Did they anybody... were in the parking lot. Yes. See, I figured people would. They had the a tents. There were cops yeah. out there keeping the order and everything. It was good for them. It was a good St. Patrick's. We day. set uh, a leprechaun trap. Oh, that's right. You had the, le- the uh, uh, leprechaun yeah, trap we on had, Friday, and, and I came home, and the leprechaun trap was. Far larger than I was anticipating. Uh-oh. I could have trapped myself in the leprechaun trap, but he got caught, but he got loose. Oh, but he left away. behind gold coins oh, and nice. money and a little gold pot. Well, that's so, good. So Nora made out again. <laughs> Look at that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, well, anyway, we shall see. Today is uh, tomorrow's the day of reckoning for former President Donald Trump, who put out on social uh, tr- on Truth Social this weekend that I will be arrested, put in handcuffs on Tuesday. Maybe. And then he called for protests. And we're like, I think both of us have the same idea. Like, what are you doing? Don't do that. You're being blamed for January 6th and inciting riots and storming the Capitol and all these crazy people who went to the Capitol who shouldn't have been there. They blame you for that. And then you go and put out, go out and peacefully protest. Protest, take the nation back. Well, I'm like, the, what are you doing? That's the problem here. It wasn't anything peaceful that he wrote in Truth Social. It was go and take your country back. I'm like, go okay. protest. It's go, like, no, that's no. don't don't do that. And don't listen, by the way. Do not go out tomorrow if he does end up getting put in handcuffs and you know ceremoniously brought in for 20 minutes so they can have their photo op of Trump being arrested and that way they can hang that up in their offices and say, look at what a good job we did. And meanwhile, they just make him look like a martyr and make him more popular with the base. But that's, you know, they're too stupid to realize that. Don't go out and protest because all you're going to run into, at least in the major cities, you're going to get arrested. You're going to get arrested or you're going to run into agitators who are who are planted there on purpose to agitate the situation just like they did in January 6th. So don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, said, I don't think he meant to go out and protest and, you know, raise a ruckus. Yeah, he was trying to. He was trying to relay things. Yeah, it's like, okay. so uh, but here's the big thing. This guy, Acosta, who used to. okay, first it was Michael Cohen, who was the guy that worked for Trump. He was the attorney that worked for Trump that who allegedly paid Stormy Daniels one hundred and thirty thousand dollars just before the 2016 election to have her be quiet. Mm -hmm. They called it hush fund. Okay, for an affair that took place in 2006, allegedly, allegedly, right. allegedly. Okay, so she, Cohen ends up getting in trouble for other stuff. He starts talking about how he brokered this deal and how it was illegal. Blah 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 blah. He's you know anybody that turns on you, anybody that turns into a rat, I I have no respect for whatsoever. Why is it that all these attorneys do this? All of his attorneys, Trump, self-preservation. Avenatti was same way. So Cohen ends up flipping. He talks to Alvin Bragg in the Manhattan district attorney. He goes after, he goes, goes to him and he says, okay, we got stuff we can take Trump down with. Well, here's another guy comes forward. This Acosta guy who is an ally of Donald Trump, who's he's supposed to speak before the grand jury today. Now uh-huh. they're saying that he's going to refute everything Michael Cohen has said. And he has proof against it. I just don't understand why we're still going through this. This has already been through the court system. A grand jury actually found in a defamation suit that uh, Stormy Daniels had to pay Donald Trump. Remember? I mean, this is— That may put her on her tour. Remember, she needed the money. That's right. 
I mean, we've been through this. What are we? Why are we still doing this? I well, I know why because it's all political. And George Soros, you know, planted this Alvin Bragg guy in New York to be the DA, and this is the directive. He's just another puppet. Okay, Alvin Bragg, also the same guy who'll release uh, people who are wanted for sexual assault, sexual battery, murder, uh, murder, uh, assault and battery, loose without bond. Yep, that's there right. There you go. Okay, oh, here, here, we're processed. You have a nice life. But, See you but, later. Right, but you bring in Trump on a alleged misdemeanor charge, which has been, <laughs> again, proven not to be true multiple times. But here we go again with this stupid thing. And it, this is also a state charge. So how are they even going to bring him in in the state of Florida? It's out of their jurisdiction. This is a New York charge. This is uh, Alvin I Bragg. I want to be noticed a little bit more. Okay. It's, it's come on. This guy hates Trump more than anybody, and this is this way of finally getting him. He keeps on losing. You know, they try to get him on tax evasion. They try to get him on, oh, he didn't declare this when he was running Trump internationally. Right. It's like they can't beat the guy at his own game. So That's for sure. And as to the, here they go, and they try to do this. It's a bad move all the way around. So all the way around. See. When do you adult? How old are you? Oh, oh gosh. How old am I? What, 38? Wow. No, 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 I'm not. I'm 36. What am I doing? God, you're young. <laughs> According to this new survey, you're not an adult until you reach 40 or above. Okay? I'm still trying. You're still trying. And <laughs> now here's, here's people under 40 have a hard time mm-hmm. managing these things. Let me ask you. Car stuff. Can you change the oil in your car? No. You can't? Nope. Never tried. Never been taught how to. Never done it. You're with and, 63% of oh. the world. Can I'm, you change a tire? I am terrible with car stuff. Come on. Nope. Can't do a tire? Never done it. Can Never you jump start the car? What, with like uh, the cables? Yeah. yeah. I've done that before. Okay. Wow. I, do, I thought you were talking about like hot wiring, like I'm under there. <laughs> doing I'll show you how to do that. Uh, can you tie a tie? Yes. Wow, forty-six percent of forty years old and younger say they've never is had, that right? Never had to tie a tie. I've never had to, to change a tire for anybody. Can you so. sew up a hole in a pair of jeans? Uh, if I had to, yeah. Oh, forty-one percent wouldn't even know where to start. Really? Yeah. Can you iron something? I can. <laughs> oh, good. Ironing is a is a lost art, but yes. Twelve percent can't do that. And can you file your taxes? Uh, if I try really hard, but there's a reason why I pay somebody to do it. Me and you both. 22% don't know how it works. I, I do need you. to know how to change a tire. It's pretty pathetic. I don't know how to do that. I think it should be part of uh, school. Yes. You can't get out of high school until you can change a tire. Stuff. Yeah. Other than call 911. <laughs> okay, think about this. When we get back, who are the smartest movie villains of all time? Ooh. I would put somebody else right at the top of the list. Right, he I comes like in it. way at the bottom. Really? Anyway, we'll have oh, that. Is this another one of those infuriating lists? Yes, it is. Okay. And what's going on between China and Russia and so much more coming yeah. up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. He's going to force a three. Jackson up. Missed it. Get me the Florida. Get Atlantic rebound. Barely Dickinson says no fouls. Florida Atlantic is going to the Sweet 16. And there goes your bracket. <laughs> 50 WFTL. Does anybody, didn't they make the announcement yesterday that there's not one perfect bracket left? Not a one. Not no. a one. Yeah. Okay. So FAU, which when we announced, I guess it was sometime last week, they were on their way to the Sweet They were on their way to the NCAA uh, tournament for the first time ever, right? Yeah, okay. That's right. And that they were take. I remember we saw them loading the buses. A second on time ever. I'm sorry. Second time ever. First and they were loading years. the buses. 
And I was like, they're driving to Columbus. Then we found out that the buses just took them to the airport. Right. Thank God. Uh, but they were playing, I think, in the first round. I, I don't have my bracket in front of me, but I think it was Memphis. That's right. And we all laughed, except you, because I think you took FAU. I did. You also took that other school that we'll talk about in a second. But <laughs> Bill and I both went, FAU, Memphis? Well, that'll end real quick. <laughs> Who'd thunk? They'd win two more. Holy cow. That's right. FAU to the Sweet 16. That's the first time ever. And that was our buddy Ken Levicka there from the FAU uh, radio network. He's been there play-by-play forever. So, And I, I know him pretty well, and I'm happy to hear that he's you know kind of getting out there and enjoying the success with the team because we had that last night on Fox Sports 640 airing that th- right there. Our bro station, as That's we right. call it. Uh, they're going to play Tennessee. On Thursday. That's right. Madison Square Garden. There they go in the you big You know time. what? Just just to say you played at Madison Square oh, Garden. What that, a moment. I mean, what a, what a moment for these kids. You're right. That's awesome. And then your wonderful Miami Hurricanes. That's right. Wow. That's right, Jen. Yeah, they Where, won too. Where's Ohio State, huh? <laughs> they, didn't even, State? they didn't even make it. Ohio State <laughs> sucks at basketball. No, they've been, they've been very they've good They've been before. there before, yeah. but I don't know what happened to them. This year. I, I know nothing about college basketball. Yeah, they just Come on, kind of... I picked by colors and by cities. <laughs> I, I don't... I'm, I'm they kind of fell off this and that, year. And that really stunk because I'm like totally out of it. Yeah, I, I had understand. Kansas going all the way. Not Kansas anymore. South, so two number one seeds are out because Purdue lost to the team Fairleigh Dickinson that FAU beat last night. Fairleigh Dickinson was a number 16 seed. It's only the second time ever that a 16 beat a one. Where is this school? Uh, it's a small school in New Jersey. And small people, I heard, too. They were the smallest team in the nation, not the tournament, in the nation. Average height was 6'3", I think. And that's small. That's isn't, small. Isn't that sad? Yeah. <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> I know. It's not like their average height was like 5'7". I was like, holy I mean, cow. The average height is still 6'3". But they were the smallest team in the nation. And then they go out and they beat one of the biggest teams in the nation in Purdue. Literally David versus Goliath in that one. But FAU got it done last night. First Sweet 16 ever. And then their fellow South Florida team just right down the, you know, the, the 95 or turnpike, wherever you want to go. Miami, University of Miami Hurricanes, they make it to the Sweet 16 with a big win over uh, Indiana. Indiana last 85 69. They trounced them. Yeah, it was close here and there, but Miami was the better team. Okay. I mean, it's great. It's awesome to see. I know we don't go too, too far into sports, but it's awesome to see two South Florida teams in oh, the Sweet 16. Out. It's really cool. Uh, and then, well, it may end because Miami plays on Friday night in Kansas yeah. City. They take on Houston. Yes, they do. And Houston Mattress Mac, who's from Houston, he put how many millions of dollars on Houston? Four million dollars. Okay, well, I got a feeling Houston wants to win. By the way, speaking of bets, someone put a $33,000 bet on the FDU. That's Farley? Fairly? How do you say it? Fairly Dickinson. Fairly? They're fairly what? They fairly won. But anyway, they beat (laughs) Purdue. The person won $495,000. Whoa. But who has thirty three grand to put on a f- basketball game? That's, was it Mattress Mac? It might have been him. One never knows. I'm very upset. I have a gripe to, with with the NCAA. Why? Because they keep putting these games really late. Oh, is, did you watch? Because you look tired today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's self inflicted. It is. It's like when you go out drinking on a school night and you have a hangover the next day. Self I have wound. I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. No, you shouldn't. You, you could have gone to bed early. I could have. Okay. But no, not with yeah. Miami and FAU both playing late into the night. And now I just looked up the schedule Thursday night. Oh no. Is when FAU plays, because you mentioned Miami plays Friday, I think it's 745 there against Houston. Okay. Well, Thursday night. What, they're they're the, the last game? The first day of the Sweet 16. <laughs> FAU is the last game. Oh, there you go. 9 p.m. tip time for Madison Square Garden against Tennessee. Well, you'll know by the half that it's over, so oh. don't worry about it. <laughs> 
I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I'm so tired today. I'm going to be so tired again on Friday. Oh, stop your whining no. over there, you 36-year-old <laughs> wimp. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Listen to you. Uh, by the way, uh, the president of China, Xi, is in Moscow meeting oh, yeah, with Vladimir Putin. Yeah, let's not forget about that. Uh, apparently, now this is the, this is the story that he is going to call for a ceasefire and he's trying to broker a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine. Now, here's the real story. They say if that actually happens, what it does is it gives Russia time to move its troops around, rebuild its stockpile of missiles and tanks and personnel, and then hit strategically on a date that they pick. Wait, so you're telling me, Jen... That President Xi isn't there to actually broker a peace deal. You're telling me that they have nasty intentions by going to meet with Russia and strengthening their relationship. Never. Our two biggest adversaries. That's not a – there's this isn't nope. – uh, can we have a place of purity? No? No. Are you no. sure? That's what I'm just hearing. Okay. Just saying. Uh, speaking of trouble and, and problems in the world, uh, Swiss banking giant UBS just bought its rival – Credit Suisse for more than $3 billion. To deal. Uh, they said basically it was to secure financial stability in the global you know, banking world. A lot of people are nervous. They should A be. lot of people are asking, you know, is my money safe? Even with the bigger banks around here. So, I mean, this is an easy way to pick up your rival for cheap money. Oh, my $3 gosh. $3 billion yeah. dollars sounds like a lot of money in the banking world. That's like peanuts. Yeah. So. Uh, Swiss Bank uh, UBS uh, just made a hell of a deal. So they say it's an emergency rescue. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's emergency they rescue. S- they saw an opportunity and they swooped in there and took it. Okay. We end on a good uh, – I, I got time to yeah, tell go one ahead. more story. How sure. Much, how much time do I have? I have a, you know, a minute or so. Okay. Who's Rick Ross? Uh, he's a other than Other than being my cousin, I have no idea who he is. What does he do for a living? He's a South Florida rapper. He's a ra- from South Florida. Yeah. Well, apparently he has a ranch in Fayetteville, Georgia. He does. A very large ranch, which I'll tell you about in just a minute. But according to his neighbors, he's in big trouble because he has buffalo on this ranch. And two of them keep on roaming. And they're roaming into the neighbor's property where the neighbor says she has two small children who are often outside playing. And she's afraid that these two 2,000-pound beasts are going to attack. Buffalo are not nice. You can – it's one of the few animals somebody told me because – Years ago, I looked into buffaloes instead of cows and cattle because of the buffalo meat. And I remember a guy in Montana told me the only thing about a buffalo is you can't domesticate it. Huh. No matter how hard you try, they will always try to kill you. I oh, said, oh wow. wonderful. Well, that's nice. Okay. So anyway, uh, apparently Ross's team says, uh, you know what? We're going to take care of it. But the mother plans to file a civil dispute. Uh-oh. She's after Rick Ross. Uh, I think he can afford it. Get a load of this. His house on his 235 acres of land in Fayetteville. Jeez. 109 rooms. Oh, it is gosh. one of the largest private homes in the United States. It's like the Taj Mahal. The palatial mansion <laughs> boasts around 45,000 square feet. What? In what? The world? Come on. How think, do you even go to the You can't you can't visit every square foot of this place in one day. That's unbelievable. That's like going to the Louvre. This is crazy. Why do you need something 45, that big? 45,000 square. How many what people do you, do you got that? living with you? I, I, why Does do he you... have like multiple wives and he can keep them in different Maybe, spots? Maybe. I don't know. Different <laughs> spots and they go, one goes. You never know. That's crazy. 
I thought Tyler Perry's house in Georgia was one of the biggest. This is one of the biggest in the country. What do you? I don't even know what you're doing. I got to go find that. a picture of this place. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's kind of creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it's a Holy big place. Cow. Hey, we've been talking basketball. Let's not forget baseball. United yeah. States. Listen to me talking sports. I know. United States pulled up a big upset yesterday. They're going to the fu- Do we know who they're playing yet? I have to look into this, actually. Okay. Let me Come, see. You are the sports director. Oh, I figured you would know yeah, the answer to this night. question. We're talking World Baseball Classic coming up next. And what is the fate of Donald Trump? Is he going to prison? We'll talk about that coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. I'm Jennifer. That is Diener on the other hey. side of your radio. And where's that other guy that sounds just like me and everyone thinks when he makes a mistake, <laughs> it's me? That would be Bill Adams. He's taken a couple of weeks off, rightfully so. No, I wonder, when week. are you going to get him? Because he says, you know, he goes, he's so, you guys are so funny. Is it okay if I take a vacation? You always ask me like I'm like the final sayer. I'm like, okay, I was gone for four months, guys. You can take as much time off as you possibly can. I don't have any more time off. No, oh, but Bill will be back next week. Until then, you're stuck with us. Ah, well, it's, it's, it's a nice person. It's nice people to be stuck with. Yeah. And if you don't like it, push the button. It's just that simple. <laughs> Sorry, that's a terrible thing to say. Uh, Donald Trump made the... You know, he does these things like when he started attacking DeSantis, I got bent out of shape. You know, I, I and and now and and shame on me, but now I understand why the Democrats were so ticked off when he was giving all their people funny names. But don't pick on my governor because I love my governor. Sure. And when you start picking on my governor, you kind of fall down a couple of pegs, mm-hmm. and you keep on picking on DeSantis. So stop doing it. But then he went and he did this. And I don't understand why he did it. Maybe it was just to add more attention to the fact. Maybe it was just to make, I don't know, Schiffer, like, get all bent out of shape, Adam Schiff get all out of, out of, bent out of shape, or somebody on the Democratic side, or Nancy Pelosi to pull out of her last hair. But he goes on Truth Social yesterday, and he says, odds are I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday, so take your country back and protest. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You were blamed for the January 6th insurrection because of the words you said up the street when you were giving a speech where you didn't tell people where you did not tell people to go storm the Capitol, but they did anyway. And now you go and say, go protest. Why would you say that? I don't know. I mean, why go protest part is, you know, whatever. That's fine. If you you want to protest, that's your right. Don't riot. Don't burn things. Don't break buildings. You know what I mean? But you can go protest, sure, if you want to. But here's the thing. The part that they were going to get him on, if, God forbid, this does turn violent tomorrow, which (gasps) I just got a bad feeling about tomorrow when it comes to this, but hopefully it doesn't turn violent. But if it does, if something bad happens, guess what they're going to do? They're going to go back and look at his Truth Social post and say, look, he said, take your country back. It was a call to violence. He told people to go and destroy right. this or that building or try to get at this or that person. So, I mean, again, God forbid any of that happens, which is why we caution you just like we did before January 6th. Remember? Yes, we don't did do this. it. Don't go out there. Don't be a part of this because what happens is there are paid agitators, okay, just like there were on January 6th, who are planted there by bad actors who want things to get out of hand, so they try to agitate the people who are out there protesting to say, hey, let's go storm the Capitol, or hey, let's go storm the courthouse in this case in Manhattan. Don't get fooled. Don't get tricked, which is why I wish he had never said that over the weekend. I really wish he never said that. The Manhattan Grand Jury, and I apologize because I said his name was Bob Acosta. His name's Bob Costello. 
Uh, he used to be the attorney. I know the difference. <laughs> he's the attorney for former fixer Michael Cohen, who was the one who really buried Trump in this Manhattan grand jury. He turned against Trump. Uh, allegedly, Michael Cohen was the attorney for Trump who paid off Stormy Daniels back in 2016, alleged hush money so she wouldn't talk about the alleged affair they had in 2006. Anyway. So they say. Bob Costello, who is an attorney and a longtime ally of Trump, is scheduled to testify today. And the rumor is he's going to discredit everything Michael Cohen has said. Well, that's, so, the, that's the part I'm trying to understand. Then there won't be any arrest because the state attorney, Alvin Bragg, he hates Trump. He's been trying to get Trump on every which way but loose for the past 10 years. It, it's not working. So he's figuring he's going to get him on this and make him name for himself. So we shall see. And there's nothing even to get him on. I mean, they've gone through this. They've gone over this many times. In fact, Stormy Daniels had to pay Trump in a defamation case. So I don't even understand where they're coming back with this or how they're coming back with this. Bill Clinton got favors in the Oval Office and he didn't go to jail. Well, ain't that the truth? Okay, let's let's And let's not on. even talk about all the other ones that yeah, he was involved yeah. with. So, I mean, it's like, come on, let it go, people. And also, it's this, it's uh, this a personal a, issue. And it's also, you know, supposed to be a state case. How are they supposed to arrest him in Florida unless DeSantis gives the okay, which I'm not sure how that works. Maybe I'm dead wrong about that, but that's what I was reading up on, that this is New York versus Florida. They don't have the jurisdiction to arrest him down here. If that's the case, then that, that's another Does wrinkle. DeSantis not to deport him, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. You go to New York. See you later. I don't know. I don't know. He's been, hasn't been nice to DeSantis, so maybe he'll change his tune. Mm. Moving along, we've been talking about FAU going to the Sweet 16, Miami going to the Sweet 16. That's right. Let's talk about the World Baseball Classic, yeah. which has been very quietly going on. And it came down to the United States and Cuba yesterday in the semifinals. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a tough game. Not for the United States. They I thought it was going to be tough, too. Them. Wow. They trounced them. They won 14-2. to two. They sure did. So they're going to the finals. Question is, who are they playing? Is it Puerto Rico? So actually, they're going to play the winner of Japan and Mexico. Oh, I thought which Puerto is being Rico. Played tonight. No, I think Puerto Rico lost at some point. So Japan, I mean, Puerto Rico, I think, and don't get, me, don't get mad at me if I got this wrong because I know this is a huge, huge rivalry, but I think Puerto Rico beat the Dominican Republic. Yes. And that's when the pitcher for the Mets got hurt. hurt. He's, he's out, out for like the whole season, he's out for right? the season. Yeah, they were celebrating and he hurt his knee. Terrible that's story. Terrible. So now, uh, somewhere along the way, Puerto Rico must have lost to Japan or Mexico because it's Japan versus Mexico tonight at 7 p.m. And the winner of that will face the United States in the championship, by the way, which is down here play? Miami. It was down at Marlins Park. Really? Lone Depot Park, it's called. But yeah, where the Marlins play. What's it called? Lone Depot. Lone? Lone Depot Park. That's right. Like you're all alone, Lone? Or like, like alone, like a, a bank? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I guess, Lone name. Depot is the one who sponsors that... Uh, that park now, so okay. that's what they call it. And it's been packed there, by the way. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing crowd. It's been amazing to see these crowds, the passion. These guys, they were asking some of the Dominican players and the Puerto Rican players before that matchup a few days ago, what would you rather win, the World Baseball Classic or the World Series? To a T, they were saying the World Baseball Classic because really? it's so important to their countries. There's so many bragging rights. They're passionate about the sport. Okay, for somebody who doesn't know anything about the World Baseball Classic, and that would be somebody like me, 
Is the United States team like an Olympic team? You pick the best of the best and you put them together? Yeah, they have a lot of really good players. Like Mike Trout is one of the best players in baseball and, you know, like premier always, generational always players. I thought so. he should have been a fisherman. It would be yeah. so great. Got the name for it. It would be so great. <laughs> so we'll see. If it's USA versus Mexico, that would be something. Or Japan is a very tough opponent. We'll see who they face off against. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we're going to do, you and I are going to do rapid fire. We're going to try anyway. And I was going to talk about <laughs> smartest movie villains, but you know what? I'll make it part of Rapid Fire. Ooh, okay. So you can figure it out. So think about it. You're sandbagging over there. Well, it's because we ran out of time. <laughs> sure. If you'd shut up for more than 10 seconds, <laughs> That's maybe not gonna be happen. able to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> anyway, Rapid Fire 1, coming up next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, we're minus one. We're down to two. I'm Jennifer uh, Diener filling in for uh, the vacationing Bill Adams. Did you see what he, he played mischief with his kids? I did. That he does this mischief thing that the kids still think the leprechauns come in and create havoc in the house. And they try to put Grogu in a boiling pot. <laughs> <laughs> St. Patrick's Day shenanigans at the Adams household. It was crazy. Okay, this is also this is crazy. And you know what? I saw it on Twitter yesterday. I started laughing just because of the comments that followed it. A supermassive asteroid the size of almost 69 American alligators. What? This came from NASA. Will be flying close by our planet tomorrow based on NASA's asteroid tracker. You know, Bill has mentioned this before, too. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like we're hearing more and more about these asteroids? Yes. Yes. Swing, swinging by. Uh, its uh, diameter is like 320 meters. That's about 590 feet wide. NASA's JPL estimates the asteroid will fly around 4 million kilometers away from the Earth. Okay. Okay. They say it's a bit close on the cosmic level. On the cosmic level, yes. yes. And but like, the funny part about yeah. it was... Uh, underneath it, all the comments was, that's the size of two buffalo. That's this, And all these people were commenting about what size animal it would be. Oh, Why did they pick 69 American alligators and not South African alligators? Or an Australian crocodile? Or but just any- alligators in general. And anyway, they were trying to figure <laughs> it out. If it, it won't hit our planet. However, if it did, it would ruin the continent, oh. flatten a structure, trigger earthquakes, tectonic shifts, tsunamis, volcanic eruptions, and even forest fires. All right. It would be death and destruction worldwide. All right. Fortunately, it's not going to hit us. <laughs> so say goodbye to the alligators as they fly by. <laughs> there they go. There so go. it's not like it's going to be streaking across the sky. It's just no. cosmically speaking, it's close. It's close. Oh. It's a whisker away. <laughs> Maybe... I don't know. Maybe they'll see it in Moscow as <laughs> President Xi and yeah, Vladimir great. Putin are meeting right now because this, again, you know, there's there's two sides to me, Jen. I'm a very complex there person. Are. You are? Yes, very complex, yes. <laughs> there's one side of me that says the, 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 the you know, I guess hopeless romantic, the, the naive side of me that wants to believe yes. that there's, this is going to be good. You know, the eternal optimist to me that this there was going to be good that comes out of this. Two evil world leaders yeah. meet and this is going to be good. Yeah, maybe there's going to be good. Maybe this is, you know, shows that uh, they want to have a sign of good faith with Ukraine and they want to stop the war and that President Xi will come to some type of, you know, a bargaining agreement between Zelensky and Putin. Everything's going to work out great. But then. Yes. <laughs> The evil side of you. <laughs> the other side of me. Or the logical side. Logical side says, you you, you stupid <laughs> moron. What are you thinking? 
No. This, that's not even close to a possibility. This is actually awful because our two biggest adversaries are getting closer. They're strengthening their relations because we're so weak on the world stage. Now Russia and China feel emboldened to come together, which they are now in this three-day summit in Moscow. And it's not going to end no. in a peace deal. It's just going to end in Russia becoming stronger and China becoming stronger. Well, and the other part about that is then they probably turn to North Korea. See, now Russia needs money. China's got the money. Right. China wants the the support of Russia to say, hey, United States, back off because we're bigger than you are now. This is not a good thing for our president. Makes him, he supposedly has a call into the Chinese president who's not taking the call. Ah, that's, well, they, that's even worse. Isn't that something? Yeah. I mean, you think about that. Not taking the call of a, of a U.S. president. That would, that, just a couple of years ago, a few years ago, that would have been unheard of. Right. No, he's too busy. And now he's too busy. No, no, I'm not going to talk to him. It's too busy. Uh, Well, you know, again, three-day summit. We'll see how this comes out and what comes from it. But they're just starting uh, their meeting here this morning. Being leery of of a ceasefire because the military experts are saying if they call for a ceasefire in Russia, China tells, tells Russia you need to have a ceasefire to show good faith. That's just the opposite. It gives Russia time to move its troops restock its supplies, and then attack Ukraine in strategic points full force on a day that they call. Well, they've been warning that, you know, the spring, that Russia was going to have this major offensive in the spring. So Could very well be. See how this all plays I'm out, I guess. I'm lighting things up a little <laughs> bit over good, here. Jen. Make me happy. Most movies, you want to root for the hero, right? But Most in many cases, sometimes you like to root for the bad guy, even though the bad guy is despicable. It happens. They put together the 15 smartest villains in movie history. Smartest villains. So these are the ones you want to actually root for as you're watching it. Oh, yeah. You know, root or you end for up liking them, them? You, some, well, you can, you can appreciate how evil they are. Okay. 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 You have some sense of respect for how bad they you are. You understand where they're coming yes. from. Yes. Well, in my world, yes. <laughs> I understand all of them, unfortunately. But who would you pick? A few come to mind, actually. I'm not sure if this one would be on the list, but more recently, well, I mean, it's kind of a, I don't think it's a spoiler. I mean, the movie's been out for a while, but with uh, Doctor Strange 2 there, yeah, the multiverse, you know, had a lot to do with uh, Wanda Witch, the Scarlet Witch there. She kind of became the villain in that movie, but you also kind of felt bad for her because she was just trying to, like, protect her kids. Yeah. So you kind of felt for her. She not on the list. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, she didn't make it. (laughs) Why don't we start with somebody like Thanos? You know, it's so funny. That's always the thing that goes around online. Thanos was right. Yeah, well, they say Thanos, number six on the list. Number one, I've never seen any of these movies, but he always gave me the creeps. John Jigsaw Kramer from the Saw movies. Oh, jeez. They said he's a serial killer, has zero kills. Guess he gets somebody else to do all the killing. They they set them up in these impossible scenarios, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, it's, it's, don't watch Saw. Those, those are not Jen Ross movies. Okay. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Oh, <laughs> hostage, hostage situation on Christmas Day. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> Hans, Bubby. Number three, Lord Voldemort, Harry Potter. I never found myself rooting for him. I understand he's a popular villain. What about Darth Vader? I think that would be on there. I mean, he's probably the most popular villain of all time. Wasn't even in the top ten. Oh, this list is garbage. Uh, (laughs) I never saw No Country for Old Men because I heard it was extremely violent. No, no. How could you root for that guy? Anton, I don't know how to say his last name. They said he's devoted. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. 
What kind of list is this? And they this? said he's devoid of any emotion, which makes him a great villain. Oh, my gosh. I don't know who he was. Was he really bad? Oh, he was a complete psychopath. Oh, was he? Yes. Okay. The That's Joker the- from the Batman. Joker. I thought about okay. that one. Then Thanos. Then Gone Girl. Did you see that? No. Okay. That was a good movie. But the girl who played Gone Girl. And then it le- ends with Hannibal Lecter. See, I kind of thought about him, but I also thought about Tony Montana. Oh, Scarface. Yes. I mean, he's kind of like a... But I, I, you, you yelled at me for this when I thought this one up, but what about Gaston? Yell at you. You're the one who goes to a Disney film. Gaston. Gaston. He's like one of those popular idiot. villains. You, you got, they have him out in the park. You can take pictures with him. Everybody loves Gaston. No, I don't. I don't like him. Uh, you try to kill the beast. Yeah, he's no good. He's a creep. Whatever. <laughs> So we talked about Trump earlier when it comes to you know the possible arrest and all that. Right. And, you know, uh, what he wrote on True Social about take your country back. And oh, one, no. one of the things I thought about was here he is writing this as he's about to get arrested. And he just got reinstated to Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> it happened quietly over the weekend. Trump got reinstated to Twitter. And, I'm, I'm sorry, not Twitter. Facebook and YouTube. And now. Finally. Finally, after and then you know, he does this. two years, just a year and a half anyway, and then he comes out and says, take your country back because we're going to be arrested. And then I'm starting thinking, they're going to ban him again. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had his first Facebook post since being banned back in January of 2021 after January 6th. And he wrote back on there, he, goes, he just put a post and said, I'm back. And it had a quick little video, you know, campaign video. So he actually did post on Facebook over the weekend. I missed it. Or his it. campaign did anyway. I missed it. And now he's back on YouTube, so his campaign videos can go back onto YouTube. So it's, I just so, so I see that, and I think to myself, boy, talk about timing. Here he is, this, all this is happening, and they just brought him back. Well, you know what? If they arrest him, he's he just scheduled his first campaign rally for this Saturday at Waco Airport. So wow. he's doing what he did before with the plane in the background. Right. And those kind of rallies. So he's going to Texas first. So it if should be interesting. If he gets arrested tomorrow, that thing is going to be insanely packed. Because we talked about it before. All it's going to do is strengthen him and embolden his base. That's well, all it's going to do. Alvin Bragg says it hasn't been confirmed yet that he's going to Oh, be. not confirmed. Oh, yes, he's not okay. going to arrest him just yet. So I mean, it's, It'll be Alvin Bragg the... who'll be standing there when it ha- takes place, though. So Well, that's true. And all the, the TV cameras, for sure. Yeah. So if it does happen, we'll see if it ends up on his Facebook and YouTube since Trump is back, baby. He's back. He's back. He hasn't been on Twitter yet, but he's back on those major socials. So how safe is your bank? Well, if you have a Swiss bank, you better be concerned. Uh, One just gobbled up the other for a bargain price because they say, oh, it shows that we're still stable. I'm starting to get nervous. Hmm. Just saying. All these stories and more coming up next at 850 WFTM. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, uh, Stephen Dean are on the other side over there filling in for the vacationing Bill Adams. Who, by the way, his brothers are in town. His daughters are here. They came back from college. Things are going crazy at the Adams household. They are. And uh, the Adams brothers have a whole week planned of just chaos. So I asked him, I said, what are you guys going to do? I'm going to go throw axes, you know, go race cars, go bowling. (laughs) 
shoot guns. I said, oh, great. You know, all the stuff that uh, brothers I said, do. I said, all the stuff that happens on my street. I said, that you give me grief for all the time. God, by the way, my neighbor was out yesterday shooting a cannon. I don't know what the heck he was shooting, but it was it made a lot of noise. I've heard the cannons out, like, in the, oh my uh, God. out in the acreage before. Jeez. Watch the I wouldn't I be surprised. I have no idea what they were, but boy, did they make a lot of noise. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who's making a lot of noise is Swiss Bank Giant USB. I love it because... If you remember on Friday, we talked about not only Signature Bank, but also Silicon Valley Bank folding up here, right? And then they were saying that Credit Suisse was kind of teetering. Mm-hmm. Well, USB wasn't going to let that happen. Let's go in and buy our rival for $3 billion, a bargain price in the banking world, uh, so they can secure financial stability, is what they said. Yeah. Anyway, they uh, say they're protecting the economies, the country's economy in Switzerland by buying up Credit Suisse and UBS gets bigger. Well, what's kind of, I guess, concerning with that to me anyway is you're putting all your eggs in one basket. I mean, what happens if something goes down with them? The USB? Yeah. Then I what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this whole stuff with, you know, the banks collapsing and these smaller banks and then the bigger banks have to help out or the governments have to help out. It's it's not a good sign of you know the health when it comes to world economy. No, and if you don't think it's a world economy, it definitely is. There was a, a report, and I'm trying to remember who had it. I don't know if it was on Fox News or CNN. Uh, they were talking about how many banks in the United States are teetering on collapsing. Jeez. And I was like, you really don't need to tell this story because now you're going to panic people. So it's just, just because of – is this a byproduct of the the interest rates? How everything rose throughout the world, pretty much after COVID. You know, all the bailouts that came out through COVID and government help and government spending, and then all of a sudden, you know, these people want their money and the stuff just doesn't add up. Well, I, you know what, the banking world is far outside of my realm of yeah. expertise. I have a hard time balancing a checkbook. But according to Elizabeth Warren, you can start with Jerome Powell in the Federal Reserve. Ah, that uh, he keeps on raising interest. Take, yeah, you know, he's, no word for it. But so he says she was like, he needs to stop, you know, hiking interest rates. But they say though that stops inflation. I I, I don't understand enough about the banking world to understand. I all never of this. understood how raising interest rates helps with inflation. I mean, maybe someone out there smarter than me that understands those things. But I just feel like you're, 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 you know. Cutting off your hand to try to heal a paper cut. I mean, right. it just doesn't make any sense to I, me. It, it doesn't make sense to me either, but in the whole global world, apparently it does. I don't know. They're, they're saying interest rates are going to keep going up for another year. It's, uh, and you know what? Stop with that. And it, it gets crazy because it, it affects everything. You know, if you get a credit card, if you get a car loan, if you get whatever the case may be, I don't know if your mortgage is on a scale. It, it just depends. It's, it's scary. Look, at mortgages went up across the board just because of insurance rates. Because right. of Hurricane Ian, you know, if this keeps on happening, it's, it, they're going to force more and more people out of the living. People get, look. Was it Dollar General, Dollar Tree? Which one just stopped selling eggs because they're so expensive? It's a Dollar That's Tree. That's right. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Dollar General. It was one of them. Well, you're just, right. They just can't stopped, afford it anymore. They, they were like, "Nah, we can't. We can't cover eggs anymore." And I'm like, "Who says this? See, all this stuff adds up, and eventually it comes to a head. And then it's like, okay, well, can these bigger banks keep bailing out the smaller ones? And how long does that last?" 
It's Dollar Tree, by the Dollar way. Dollar Tree, okay. Yeah, don't uh, can't go there to get eggs anymore. I was like, okay. So you got to worry about the banking industry, and a lot of people think, okay, so is my bank secure? And you just have to go by what you know, Bank of America says, or Wells Fargo, or you know, one of the big bigger banks around here, Truist, whatever the case may Chase, be. Chase, yeah. Chase Morgan. I mean, they they all say they're stable, so you can only I can only go by what they tell you, you know. And they're telling me my bank's safe, so it's like, okay, you know, you don't want to have a run on the bank. No. You no, because that's right. What, that's what happened, and it's a wonderful life. And look what happened to the credit union I right mean, down the tubes. That's right. And Don't sleepy, want that to you know, sleepy Biden had to wake up early just <laughs> to address the nation on Monday at nine a.m. Which, by the way, when Jen Psaki said, "I love this," this was my favorite clip throughout last week. Jen Psaki, who's now on MSNBC, goes, "You know, it's serious because the president doesn't do anything before nine a.m." And she was being serious. She wasn't oh, yeah. like it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a slight. She was just saying, as a matter of fact, I was there, and I know he doesn't do anything before. <laughs> Makes you wonder, doesn't just, it? Oh my gosh, just a face palm so hard to my face that I thought I was going <laughs> to knock myself out when I heard that. He, he doesn't do anything before 9 a.m. He's the president of the United States. What a joke. So it must have been a big <laughs> deal. If he had to come out, someone had to shake him awake and say, Mr. President, you have to try to allay fears so there's not a run on the banks. Oh, now okay. here's the problem, though. He gets out there and he tries to allay fears and he just instills more. Happened. Yeah. It, who believes the guy? What a bum. It's scary. And that's also the reason why we're in situations like this, because of failed policies. But so anyway. True. Anyway, we move along. I'll tell you who they got to keep worrying about, and I've been saying this for years. No one's keeping an eye on little chubby. Kim Jong-un with North Korea. You have been saying, yeah. you know, and, No one keeps an eye on this For guy. good reason, we get distracted with other issues, but yeah, you're right. Let's start with on Saturday, he claimed 800,000 people in North Korea signed up to join the military when he said his country needed them. Do they have that many people available? I don't know. I think he just picked picked people up. I don't know. And then he basically said either you sign up or we shoot you. So they all signed up. And then he ordered those troops to prepare for immediate and overwhelming nuclear counterattacks against their enemies. Who are our enemies? That would be the United States because they're holding aggressive military drills in South Korea. Yeah, right. And South Korea is on that list as well. So is he trying to say that to be ready for us or South Korea to shoot a nuclear warhead at them? Or he's saying... Because of the um, aggressive exercises that we're holding with South Korea and the region, that's their countermeasure. It's the, the, the He'll fire a nuke okay. against South Korea. So his countermeasure of firing a nuke. Yes. Got it. So That's nice. But no one's, nice no one's calling him. Where's Dennis Rodman when we need him? Send him back over there. <laughs> Send the worm. Send the worm. <laughs> Get over Why there. did they call him the worm? Uh, it's just because he was kind of a wormy guy. Yeah, he's a wormy guy. Okay. Yeah. Happy first day of spring. Oh. Did you know it was the first day of spring? I thought it was tomorrow, but I guess it's today. Uh, no, they said it was today. All right. Is it your favorite season? Well, here, you know what? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What's your favorite season? Fall. By far, fall. Really? I love fall. Are yes. you a leafer? I am a leafer. Are you really? I'm one of those damn leafers wow. that you and Bill always talk God, about. we hated you. Oh, yes. Jeez. I love fall because then the holidays start to come and football starts. Put the, it this the way. The weather starts to cool down after hot summer. I love fall. We had best. a cabin in New Hampshire because my father liked the leaves so much. Oh, see, there you go. That's ridiculous. See, your dad was a leafer and he grew up there. Well, he wasn't a leafer. He just, I think he just wanted to land. I don't know. <laughs> we, had a, we, had a, we had a ski, it was a ski place. Okay. But we, get, we got the leafers all the time. Uh, 28% said summer's their favorite uh, their favorite season. 29 here. 29% said fall, 30% said spring, 
Only 10% like winter. Yeah. Those are the Minnesotans. That's right. They like they like snow and they like the they cold. They do? Yeah, they I, hated it. No, you know what? I got friends in Minnesota. I call it Minnesota. Yeah. I got friends in Minnesota. They love the cold. Really? They hate coming here. Even even like in the winter, they hate coming here. Wow. Because it's too hot. Really? And they're also translucent. Well, yes. I know. Yeah, Literally, you can see every vein and bone in their body. I'm like, do you guys ever see any sun in that state? I'm just saying. It's just, a, well, it's a little different than down here. Just saying. But you can get a free cone of ice cream if you go into a Dairy Queen, if you can find one. It's a free cone day. They'll give you a small vanilla soft serve today. I never knew that Dairy Queen did a promotion for the first day of spring. That feels like such a random promotion. Why? I don't know. Like, first day of spring, is this a, is there a mattress sale on the first day of spring? Like- well, you got to remember, it's supposed to warm up. So all these states all right. in the in where it gets cold, hello, South Florida person, is- the other states <laughs> it gets cold. So this is like the first sign that, the, you know, the groundhog was right, that gotcha. spring's right around the corner. So. Tony Phil was right. It's been he a brutal winter. The first time. And it's cold he here today right. on the first day of spring. How do you like that? Yeah, we're looking at a high today of, uh, what, 70? Yeah. It warms yeah. up back to like 80 tomorrow. Yeah, so enjoy today. Uh, let me ask you this. Yes. Did you hear about the guy who got caught stealing a calendar? I did not. He got 12 months. Oh, get out of my life. Dad jokes are in and they're good for your kids. I thought you'd appreciate this story. <laughs> Dude, I love dad jokes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll be back. And of course, we're going to talk about March Madness. Woo! Big news for South Florida teams. Right Coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Blue Jays, Bulldogs, Bruins, and Razorbacks, Hurricanes, Huskies, Owls, Cougars, Wildcats, Aztecs, Spartans, Musketeers, Crimson Dive, Longhorns, Volunteers, 15-seater Tigers ruined your hoop dreams, you got killed, your bracket looks like a crime scene, the Sweet 16. Ah. How do you like, we, we paid, that's the, what do we call them, the Burrito Bandits? Oh, Gas Station Burrito, yeah, oh, that was their, their offshoot. There was their offshoot got them for today. The Sweet 16. <laughs> Notice what they said, though, that there were the Owls. Oh! That's right. And uh, what is your... Uh, the, Miami the, Hurricanes? The Hurricanes? Oh, yeah, you know who yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to forget. I didn't see any Buckeyes anywhere in there. Yeah, I'm sorry. But there also weren't any... Let me see any... I don't see any Michigan people either. No. Well, actually, Michigan State did make it. You're Sparty. Sparty made it I don't care about Michigan State. It's just Michigan. As long as there's no Wolverines there, I'm happy. But the big deal was FAU... Here's FAU leaving last week. We're talking about how they're going to Columbus. They're going to take a bus ride up the street, and they're going to play Memphis. Well, their time's going to be over in the first game. Now they're like three games into it, and they're still winning. Good for them. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, what a cool season. They have, I think, actually tied with Houston. I know a different competition and things like that, but they were tied with Houston with the most wins in the country. I think they both have t- 33 wins this season. It's just been an wow. awesome year for them. I mean, uh, with Dusty Mays, the head coach there for the past five years, they've been building uh, kind of a, a veteran team for the most part anyway. So it's just awesome to see. And then, you know, for them to kind of be like a Cinderella, they beat Cinderella yesterday with Fairleigh Dickinson to make it into the Sweet 16. Okay, who's this Fairleigh Dickinson? So, Dick, Dick, Dick Dickinson? Dickinson, yep. Okay, who are they? So they were the 16 seed, the second time ever, only the second time ever, that a 16 beat a 1. That happened on Friday night when they beat Purdue. Purdue got <gasps> knocked out in the first round. They were a favorite to make it to the Final Four. So, yeah, that happened. The chickens <laughs> lost. The chickens, that's right, as you call them. So, Purdue was out. And then also, so, I mean, then they end up going against FAU, and that's who they beat last night to make it into the Sweet 16, which is awesome to see that. And then some other upsets that we didn't mention. 
by the way. Yes, you're going to mention Kansas. Go ahead. I am. But first I'll mention Princeton <laughs> because Princeton, little old Princeton there. The Ivy League the guys. Ivy League, the Tigers. Tell you, they, they used equations to win. I think they did because they're in the Sweet 16, a 15 seed. 15 seeded Princeton. They beat number two Arizona in the first round. Oh, that's right. And then they squashed the Missouri Tigers yesterday. Did they really? Tigers, and they just destroyed them. It wasn't even close. No, that was Saturday. Let me ask you this: Does the NBA look at this, and all of a sudden, like somebody at FAU could fairly make you know be traded and and like looked at by the NBA? Might get drafted. I mean, drafted by somebody. It's possible if you stand out. They didn't realize, you know, scouts like I, I wouldn't have my eye on this guy. Sure. You know, you're on the national stage. You might catch somebody's eye. There's always that possibility. But FAU now plays at Madison Square Garden. So win or lose, they get to go to Madison Square Garden. They're That's there. Cool. They're there at Sweet 16 in Madison Square Garden. So they play Thursday night at 9 against Tennessee. And then the other South Florida team, the Miami Hurricanes, they Your made team. it back. Because they were there last year. And now they're playing against Houston, actually, who we just mentioned. Uh-oh. And they're playing them Friday night, I think at 745. They're in Kansas City. So it's just it's just really cool to see. Not to keep we'll keep on Kansas. sports, but uh, oh, that was Arkansas. That was the other big upset. The Razorbacks. That was an awesome game. Really close. Came down to the final second. And Did it really? The coach from Arkansas got so excited that he took off his shirt and jumped on the scorer's table. It was waving around his over his head and getting the crowd he, all pumped okay, up. Okay, does he look good without a shirt on? I mean, it wasn't terrible. He's got a dad bod, or does he have like, you know? No, like he's a, in pretty good shape. Okay. Yeah, I, I missed that. Part. He wasn't, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh. but he's in, <laughs> that's okay. He's in decent shape. <laughs> wasn't all, you know, bouncing around or anything like but, that. But I mean, what are the odds? FAU's in the Sweet 16. That's incredible. It really is. Good it's, for them. It's everything they could have hoped for. So now you never know. I mean, maybe you keep winning. You don't know, but it's uh, it's just been an awesome season, an awesome tournament. I mean, those first four days were phenomenal. Well, look at how many of our teams got killed in the first 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 night. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like oh my god, it wasn't phenomenal for our brackets, but competition wise, entertainment wise, all the upsets, the excitement, and then to have two South Florida teams in the Sweet Sixteen is really cool. And Mattress Max still alive with Houston. He is. That's, that's all right. I kept on thinking about was what does he know that we don't know? So Thursday and Friday that starts up again. Okay, well if uh, you know anybody here is on spring break and they're in Miami Beach, Oof, uh, not the not the place to be this weekend. They have. Two separate shootings. Two people were killed. And because of that, uh, they now have a curfew in effect from midnight to 6 a.m. They're going to meet again today, the city commission, to see if they're going to do it again for next weekend. So, And they were quick to point out, the Miami Police Department, that these shootings were made by people not from Miami Beach. Well, that's usually how it goes. I mean, it's either people who are coming down from, you know, like Fort Lauderdale, or, you know, any, any part of Broward County or Palm Beach County, they're coming down to Miami because that's where all the action is. Or it's somebody from out of state. People well, in Miami hate spring break <laughs> because of the crowds that it brings. I can't imagine, you know, I mean, that's what stopped Fort Lauderdale was all the residents were complaining about how many kids were there and the destruction. And they leave a mess. Yeah. You know, it, it, I it's, mean, it's still a big crowd there, too. But, I mean, Miami is, is the main scene. Miami Beach, South I, Beach, I, all that. I just don't know how you afford it. As well, a college kid, you get an ex- you get you get rich parents who are paying for it, or the parents just get your parents' credit card. I mean, <laughs> have a nice knows? time. Here you yeah. go. Have a nice vacation. See you later. Works for me. Did you ever go there for spring break? No. Okay, just thought I'd ask. No. <laughs> do you have any dad jokes? Like off the top of my head? Yeah. Uh, I do actually. You do. Go ahead. Would you like to hear one? Sure. <laughs> go. Why are you asking me this? I have, a, I have a. There's a reason. There's okay. science behind it. Ask All right. Me. So lead in here. Um, how? Why, why did the blind man fall into the well? I don't know. He couldn't see that well. 
<laughs> you asked. Oh You're the God. one who asked. <laughs> how much time do we have left? Oh, I got to deal with this for how many weeks? Oh, my God. Your mom asked me if you kids were spoiled, and I told her, you don't smell that way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> New study says if your dad tells lame dad jokes yes. to the kids, it's good. Although they're oh. wholesome and corny and most people make fun of them, they have a positive effect on kids' development. See, I like it because I love doing dad jokes and Killian loves them. Actually, Arya does too, so they like hearing the dad jokes. Researchers say that when dads embarrass their kids with unfunny jokes mm-hmm. like those, mm-hmm. it teaches them how to overcome awkwardness. Okay. So keep repeating those same old stupid <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes. There's a guy, there's two guys that I follow, and now there's like four of them. But they they do these reels on Facebook, and that's oh, yeah. all they do. They go back. And they forth. go back and forth, and and then they do the outtake reels where it takes them like twenty times to do it's it right. without laughing. And it's some of the jokes they tell, they're hysterical. But just their facial expressions while they're, they're drinking their coffee <laughs> in their robes on this dock is hysterical. It's back and forth. It does it, it. It it makes for fun entertainment. See what I do? What I like to make a big production of it. Like I know it's a terrible joke, and after I'm done telling it, I just I'll start like doing a dance or something, oh, or dear. I'll start cheering and clapping because <laughs> I know how bad it is. And I just see Kristen just shaking her head, like, "Why is this happening in my Why? life right now?" <laughs> it works out well. See? It's good. You're a good dad. Yeah. See, dad jokes are good for you. You're a good dad. Do you tell them while you're doing schooling too? Duh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just, just thought I'd ask. Here and there. Just thought it. You know, it's the first day of spring. That's right. And and you don't like spring a whole bunch. Falls are you? You were a leafer. We came to the conclusion. I like spring, but fall's my favorite. Why? Why? Because it starts to cool down. You come out of the summer, so it starts no, it to cool doesn't, down. Because I, you know what? We did a Halloween party one year at the Flagler Museum before they got air conditioning. I thought everybody was going to die. It well, was like 900 degrees outside. September's still hot, but October starts to cool down. No, and then it was October come. 31st. It was still hot. <laughs> oh, that's unusual. Then, but then the holidays start to come, and it's you know football. I love fall. It's the best. Okay, whatever you say. You keep on saying that. Think about this. What's the most polite state in the nation? Not here. No. Well, wait till you see where we rank. Okay. Just put it this way. I think Trump had some influence on where where we rank. (laughs) And China and Russia sitting down and talking as we speak. Not the best thing in the world. We'll have all the details coming up next at 850 WFTL. South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross uh, Diener's on the other side over there filling in for the vacationing, Bill Adams. He'll be back in a, I think he's going to extend it for a couple of weeks. Good for him. Uh, when you, you look up at the TV and we got Fox on and CNN and NBC and ABC and all these other stations here. And the first thing you see is Miami Beach is the lead story. Not, good. Not a good thing. Uh, they're showing the shootings that took place this weekend. Uh, one person was killed yesterday. Another, I guess, was it Friday was the other shooting? They had two shootings this weekend, which now they have a curfew in place from midnight to 6 a.m. So uh, they were quick to say the Miami Beach police that spring breakers like went scattered like cockroaches when somebody decided to shoot somebody in a crowd. I don't know why, but the Miami Beach police were quick to say that uh, both of the people killed and they haven't arrested anybody yet, but uh, they were from out of town. Yeah. Now they got Dan Gelber on, who's the mayor of uh, Miami Beach. He's like, okay, we've collected all these guns and blah, 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 blah. Again, bad people are going to get guns. They're saying 70 guns have been confiscated since the start of the spring break season in Miami. 
Uh, my gosh, man. And this is why, you know, it's such a shame because there are kids who really just want to go and have a good time. They're not troublemakers. They want to have yeah. spring break. They've been looking forward to it. Maybe it's somebody from, you know, Nebraska who's never been to the beach before and they've been looking forward to this their whole college career and they've been saving up for it for right. a few years and they think, oh, I'm going to have a big senior blowout and go to spring break in Miami. And they just want to have a good time. And meanwhile, you got all these bad actors out there who just want to cause mischief and chaos. And, and you know what? you, you got to think and, about and they, it. Well, they ruin it for everybody else. They do. Too. But then you think, well, what's a college kid doing with a gun? That's question number one. But oh, I can well, guarantee you, if you talk to any of these kids from going to South Carolina and North Carolina and grew up there or Georgia, they all had guns because it was hunting season. Right. They all – there are – half of South Carolina, like when deer season starts, they shut down the schools because so many kids go hunting. Wow. So it's, 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 it's all in how you were brought up with a, a weapon. You know, in most cases, kids know guns because they were hunters as little as, you know, teenagers. But these aren't these aren't shotguns. No. These aren't hunting guns. These are handguns. These kids are right. I, I never in all my years at Ohio State and I was there a long time. I had the extended plan. Uh, <laughs> the, I never saw a gun ever. Ever. That's good. So I, I you know, things have apparently changed in the past couple of years. Yes. You know, that so is for sure. But it should just... not have a gun. Well, it's just a shame. I mean, even outside of that, you know, besides the gun violence in Miami during spring break, it's just, you know, the rowdy crowds. They're jumping on cars. They're, you know, destroying property. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, you, Why? Stay, you keep doing this stuff. You know, they're eventually just going to shut it down and say, you're not allowed to come here anymore during spring break. Sorry. I, and that's that's what happened eventually, I guess, in Fort Lauderdale and Miami Beach, specifically Fort Lauderdale. And, and I've told this story before. When I came here, it was 70. Uh, it was late. OK, <laughs> late 70s, early 80s. Uh you could walk from literally from one end of Fort Lauderdale Beach, and I'm talking like from it may be commercial all the way to Las Olas on blankets and never touch the sand. Wow, that's how many kids. And there was never we didn't burn down buildings, rip open cars, beat up people, shoot people. Right, there was no violence. There was just a bunch of drunken kids. Sure, but that was about it. And and what they didn't like was the mess that was left because right. the, the beach looked like a trash zone when everybody sure. left. So. And, and they didn't like the traffic and people didn't like the noise and they didn't like not being able to get around. So that's what kind of killed off spring break. And I understand that. But still, anyway, uh, China and Russia, they are now currently meeting. Did you see the plane he flew in on? It was enormous. I thought it was like a 747, but apparently it's a 737-800, similar to that, and it's been modified. But that was definitely a show of power. Oh, that yeah. was, let me land in Moscow with the biggest plane there is on this earth to intimidate uh, Putin. And so why is he there? Allegedly, according to all reports, uh, Xi Jinping is there to uh, say, Hop, we're going we're gonna to broker a peace agreement between Russia and Ukraine. Military officials here in the United States say in the event he does broker a ceasefire, watch out. Because the ceasefire, it will give, you know, Ukraine will back off. Russia will be able to reposition troops, restock supplies, and then go in for a big – I mean, Bill's been talking about it for how long now? They've been yeah. talking about this huge offense that's going right. to take place in spring the spring. Offensive, yeah. First day of spring that it'll, Russia gives time for Russia to prepare, get ready, and then just go in gangbusters and just annihilate Ukraine. And that's what you're hoping against. And what this is why – 
you know, the, the, the eternal optimist in me wants to be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, maybe, maybe China and Russia are going to turn a new leaf and talk about peace and how to keep, you know, world peace and stop being aggressive. And they're going to end the war in Ukraine together. How great would that be? Yeah. But the realistic side of me says, you dope. That's not what's <laughs> happening here. You're not a dope. <laughs> the, the, the U.S., the, two of their biggest adversaries are growing stronger together. Better relations, more cooperation, military-wise, financially-wise, and they're probably talking about how they're going to take over the world. Right. I mean, if I'm being honest. Then they're going to call a little chubby over at North Korea and say, hey, you want to join us? And then and all he's going right. to say, sure, I'd love to be there. And Putin's telling him how to, uh, oh, this is what you should do when you go into Taiwan. I mean, this is stuff, it's it's concerning. It is. It, it's very, very concerning. And almost as concerning at what Letitia James did, the attorney general for New York. Where were you yesterday around noon? Home. You weren't in. You weren't in Greenwich Village, were you? No, I was not. Uh, the uh, there are many protesters and there are many supporters. Uh, the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, hosted Drag Story Hour for kids. Yesterday. Oh, of course she did, because she's one of those you know despicable human beings who tries to indoctrinate children and groom them. Uh, they only arrested the people who were against the drag queen stories, right? And the protesters. Uh, Letitia James says the whole point of the event was to condemn. Hate and nope. combat rampant disinformation. Nope. You wouldn't. You mean you wouldn't take your kids to a drag queen story? Not if hour? you paid me seventy-five billion dollars. And you wonder what's wrong with today's youth. Just thought I'd throw mm. that in there. Just saying. Yeah, well, you know, this is what happens when these politicians try to groom children. It's, don't don't even get me started. It's kind of scary, isn't it? It's horrible. Is it sad that I'm excited about what just happened on Dancing with the Stars? No, I'm with you. Okay, I'll briefly talk about that, but we've got rapid fire coming up. <gasps> the greatest job in the history of all jobs is now available. Say you're just going to move to New Mexico. <laughs> Say bye to Jen. <laughs> See you later. Anyway, we'll talk about that coming up next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, since it's our last rapid fire of the day, uh, by the way, we're only going to go till 9 o'clock this week because I'm lazy and I don't want to work till 10. I guess we should mention that. Yeah, we're only going till 9 o'clock yeah, this week. Yeah, it's because Bill's not here. He has the gumption to go to 10. I don't. I'll be honest. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's on vacation. All right, we're into the show an hour early. That's how things are going. <laughs> Just, here. My heart can't handle the extra hour. That's my excuse for everything. My heart can't handle it. I'll, I'll go all right along with that excuse. That's fine. Hey, it works for me. Uh, th- this was, you know what, I've been, I've been telling you about this story off the air all morning, so I'm going to lead with this story, even though it's not a hard-hitting news story. No, that's fine. I thought this it was is rapid greatest. fire. You can do whatever you want. You know what, if you're looking for a job, this is, this is funny, because I thought this is the greatest job in the world next to being a radio personality. If you love bears, this is just for you. The New Mexico Department of Game and Fish hiring... Professional bear huggers. This sounds dangerous. Yeah, I'm. T- it, okay, no, it's not. It's a professional bear hugger. Are you and sure? You actually hug bears. Okay. They posted it. Their little job listing on Facebook on Monday. This being today, featuring precious snaps of their conservation officers cuddling little baby bears. Not sure what to do. They're with this. so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> Unfortunately, a love of bear is not the only qualification that you need once you read a little bit further. You have to have a formal title and a bachelor's degree in biological sciences, police science, or law enforcement. 
natural resources, conservation, ecology, or a related field. Oh, you mean so they, you just can't go and sign up for something? Yeah, and be like, and oh, look how cute the bear is. And then you run into the cave and try to hug it, and then you get mauled <laughs> to death. Okay, if you qualify for that so far, they're taking <laughs> applications until March 30th. Now, here's the getcha. Yes. Interested applicants, quote, must have the ability to hike in strenuous horrific conditions oh geez have the courage to crawl into a bear den oh no and no. have the trust in your co-workers they'll keep you safe in the process no, they won't. you run into a non-hibernating beast no they won't <laughs> what was the thing that we, we talked about a couple weeks ago wasn't it who was it yellowstone or one of the parks put out this thing that said if you come across a bear chasing you don't trip your friend and <laughs> leave him for right. dead <laughs> yeah. that's what's gonna happen here just run faster than your slow moving friend that's this all this is a terrible idea i thought it was cute but anyway if if you want to be a bear hugger, you can go to the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish, yeah. their uh, their page, and you yeah. can fill out an application. It's cute until you have to march through the woods and almost die in creeks and mauled by bears. All so you can hug a baby bear until the mama bear shows up. You better pray she's hibernating. How do they know she's asleep? Well, that's you the find question. out. And why doesn't why I thought the baby's hibernated too? I guess not, huh? Hmm. I never knew that. Did you know that? No. Like, like my mom is hibernating, the babies are they wandering just roam around. around. I don't know how that works. What the hell? They didn't, no one's watching. I don't want to do this. It's like your house. <laughs> so, yeah, that's very true. Jeez. That's my house about two o'clock. So <laughs> <laughs> this was impressive to me. I'm sorry. You know, we talked a lot about well, not a lot, but Taylor Swift, the whole controversy when Ticketmaster like shut down and everybody got like cheated out of their tickets right. for her giant tour that's just going on through stadiums across the country. Well, it finally kicked off over the weekend in Arizona. Remember they said they were going to change the name to Glendale, Arizona, to Swift City? Yeah, that's right. And they did. They changed the signs. She did two shows over the weekend to kick off the tour. And one of the people who went was your friend, J.J. Watt. You love this guy. Oh, my buddy. I love him. I do. Retire now. He used to play for the Houston Texans. He gained, he was, I mean, a famous football player to begin with. But he gained national notoriety during Hurricane Harvey when he helped a lot of the flood victims that was going on there in Houston. Him and Mattress Mac. Him and Mattress. Mac, that's right. That's Mattress Mac became a big name because of that. So then he goes on to the Cardinals. He retires. So he lives in Arizona now. He decided to take his family to the Taylor Swift concert. He came on and did a video afterward and just giving her props. She went three and a half hours. Oh my gosh! And performed forty-four songs. Holy cow! Back to back nights. Now I get it. You might think to yourself, if you're you're cynical, well, so what? That's her job. That's what she should do. If all the tickets are that expensive. Do you have any idea how difficult that is? How taxing that is on your body, on your voice, how much preparation you have to do for that, how much preparation the the sound crew and the stage crew and everybody involved has to do for something like that. That is a lot of unbelievable songs. show to put on. Put it this way. So we, good for her we, and we everybody involved. Talk, talk about the Beatles playing at Shea Stadium when they first came. They sang eight songs. Right. Eight. Yeah, She exactly. sang 44. 44 songs. No, I'm <laughs> and sure their part songs of that was... are only a minute 53. Well, <laughs> hold my hand is like a minute 20. But I'm saying, you know, I'm sure 44 songs, you probably have a couple medleys in there. You know, you probably mix together songs. There's like five songs in one. But And, and maybe still, the band played one while you were changing. Yeah. She jumps into a pool. They do something with water. I mean, Somewhere under the, because you see her jump off the stage like she's jumping into the crowd, yeah. diving into the crowd, but she dives underneath. Yeah, there's like a whole thing underneath the stage that takes her back and forth. That's incredible. It's an incredible set. It's probably one of the most inventive sets and stages I've ever seen just for the videos that were coming out over the weekend. But good for her. Just an incredible show from what I've heard. So, And you know what? Good for her. I'm getting the people's money's worth. Those tickets were not cheap. 
No. So you get your money's worth by going to something like that. But who can sell out so back-to-back cool. concerts at stadiums? She's one of the few. One of the few. Maybe rapper Snoop Dogg. Maybe. He has a new coffee line. He puts his name on everything. Wow. Uh, he just uh, introduced a new Indonesian coffee. He joined with this Indonesian coffee maker. It's called Indo XYZ, a premium lifestyle coffee brand created for and inspired by the next generation of innovators. Whatever the hell that means. I would assume it's probably pretty strong. I don't know if it has any pot in it. <laughs> probably not, but I, I'm thinking, you, you know, know what, taste the first cup a little. Maybe better be careful there. You can smoke it if you can't drink it. Yeah, well. <laughs> Roll that's, the coffee that's grounds. That's what he should come out with. If you don't like the taste, just smoke it. Come Smokeable on. Smokeable coffee. <laughs> anyway, be looking for Indo XYZ. I'm not sure. You know, yeah. it's so funny, though, because you talk about a guy who just completely turned around his public image. I mean, you know. Wasn't exactly nice music that he was involved no. with. Well, look at all wrong. these rappers. Right, I mean, don't get me wrong. Look at Cardi B. Yeah, I you mean, know, from Miami, she grew up poor, yeah. horrific lifestyle, and her background was horrific. And then look what she's doing now. Granted, right. she's a little eh, edgy, but still. I mean, I, I loved you know a lot of Snoop Dogg's music growing up in the '90s and stuff like that. But it's just funny to see how his image completely turned around over over the decades. Wow. I guess your family let you listen to Snoop Dogg. I can't imagine. Wow. The radio versions. <laughs> Mr. Catholic boy. Don't, over don't there. forget, I have an older brother and sister. That's so. true, too. <laughs> you know, you come across this stuff. You're um, the baby. That, yeah, well, yeah, well, sometimes. I still am a baby. <laughs> no, you're not. Jen? <laughs> yes. I want you to go on vacation with this family. Why? They? Oh, they saw a shark. There's a North they Dakota family. They had to. Came down to Florida for oh, a sh- good old fishing trip. They figured, let's go to the Florida beaches. Where they go to Stewart? Where they tell me they were in Stewart? While on a fishing trip in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said Stewart though. One of the members of the fishing party in the family said, oh, "We got a big tug on this line here." So they thought, you know, oh, this no. might be a pretty big fish. All of a sudden, they told WSVN dun, dun. neighbors down there in Broward and Dade dun, County. Dun. Said <laughs> when it hit the one rod, it just hit it and took off. So we knew something was big. After 40 minutes of pulling and struggling and back and forth battle, three people had to bring in a great white shark. Oh my gosh. Alternating turns left and right, 20 to 30 cranks back and forth they went. The battle was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, they pulled it in after 40 minutes. The wow. captain said he's been doing this for 20 years, never seen anything like it before. Unreal. They did let it go, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you take pictures and then but you let it go. But how do you take go. pictures of a shark that's trying to eat you while you're taking pictures with it? Because they get them out of the water. They're mean. They're pretty mean. They didn't say how big it was, but, I mean, it's a great white wow. shark. So, you know, either way, it's going to be pretty big. Right there off wow. the coast of Fort Lauderdale, they found it. Holy cow. I know. I you, wonder, <laughs> you wonder why I don't go in the ocean. Just telling you. I'm not telling you to go swimming out in deep sea fishing. Well, that's okay. It makes no difference. He wants to come into the beach every now and then, too. You know, look at those chunky little legs. Those are good eating for them. Just saying. My chunky Stop. little legs are not going in that water. Stop. Just saying. By the way, I'm just going to add this because I teased it. Sure. I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars now, even though it's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, is this a rare third rapid fire story? Yes. Don't expect me to do a third one. I'm done. No, 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 that's okay. okay. This is very quick. Why do I want to watch it again? Tyra Banks is gone. Good. 
she ruined that show for me. She was awful. She well, she okay. I thought I was bad. <laughs> no, she was terrible. She was. not that I was a huge fan to begin with, but I would watch from from time to time. It was unwatchable with her. Yeah, she, she was, was terrible. terrible. Uh, she's going to go to the business world and take over the world. I'm sure she will. It's time to leave her dancing shoes behind. Maybe she'll have another talk show in the middle of the day. Okay, when we get back, all the stuff we didn't get to, we call it the junk drawer section. Oh, I love section. But I want to drawer. talk about this Rick Ross thing again because it's fascinating to me. He's like a man after your own heart here. Wow, it's just because of his ranch. I'm just like shocked. Anyway, we'll talk about him, but he's got to keep an eye on his bison. They're out of control. Oh, jeez. You com- don't hear that sentence very often. <laughs> it's all coming up next. 850 WFDL. South Florida morning show. Jennifer Ross, uh, Stephen Diener on the other side there. Bill's got a couple of days off. He'll be back maybe next week. Depends on whether or not he and his brothers get arrested. Well, you never know. You if never you're know. local man arrested for throwing axes. <laughs> I said, so what are you guys going to do? I'm going to go throw axes. I'm going to shoot guns. Good. So, okay, great. That's what they should do. I said, you're going to be liquored up. He goes, absolutely. Go have fun. Like, wonderful. <laughs> Enjoy Watch yourself. out for the Adams family. They're loose in South Florida. <laughs> uh, we're, so we're ending early all this week. It, well, all this week and next because I don't go. I don't work past 9 o'clock. My new heart can't handle all it right, anymore. That's so fine. That's my excuse anyway. So uh, this is our junk drawer. We'll keep you posted on what's going on with China and Russia. Uh, Chinese uh, Chinese's president, Chinese president showed up earlier this morning. It's supposed to be his, he's, Xing is, she is there to, they said, to broker a peace deal. I don't believe that between Ukraine and Russia. I don't think anybody believes that. So I think it's, what, uh, it's, it's concerning. It's concerning that two superpowers are getting together. And little chubby over here in North Korea, I call him little chubby because yes. he's still chubby. He gained weight, by the way. Oh, it's bad. And and he didn't have his his sister with him when he was talking about eight hundred thousand people in North Korea signed up for the military by popular demand because he said we needed help. And uh, he's talking about exercises the U.S. and South Korea are having with nuclear weapons, and he's he's getting ready to launch nukes. He had his daughter with him. Yeah, yeah, he kind of debuted her on the world stage yeah. a couple weeks ago. So I think she is the heir apparent and not the sister. Watch the mm. sister. Probably won't see her anymore. She's dead. Oh, no. Remember the uncle? All of a sudden just disappeared. He oh, was yeah, the he one did. he fired a mi- missile at. Yeah. He hit him with a missile. <laughs> you leave no doubt there. Don't tick him off. Good Jeez. Lord. And uh, tomorrow, of course, we'll find out whether or not former President uh, Donald Trump's going to be arrested. Just a, just a few things going on, right? Just a few things, but yeah, uh, North don't Korea worry about things. Threatening <laughs> nuclear weapons against the world, and Trump is arrested, okay. and China and Russia are meeting. No big deal. Okay, what what is the common denominator here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a weak U.S. A weak, a weak president. Yeah. Okay. Okay. By the way, that's uh, how that works. Uh, China's president. Uh, well, apparently, we have called him, but he does not take the phone call. <laughs> Which is another sign of a weak in the United States. That's what I heard. I'm just not making it up. Just, okay. just what it was reported. Could be a total lie, but it's just what I reported. Well, so, that's probably true. Uh, this is our junk. J- junk. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Say this three <laughs> times fast. This is why we end at 9 o'clock when I'm here by that's myself. That's right. <laughs> uh, our junk drawer segment. Yeah, it's like all the stuff you're like, oh, there it is. You find some random things in your uh, kitchen drawer there. If you – God, mine's a mess. i got to clean oh, it up. Oh, mine's terrible. <laughs> what, is, what is the most polite state in the union, in the nation? Not Florida. Well, you're, about, you're right about that. <laughs> uh, Google did the search, and it was all about polite terms like, please, thank you, excuse me. How can I help you? Instead you know, that of, kind of stuff. bleep you and get out of the way and not even making eye contact when you hold the door open for somebody. Uh, guess what state? Yes. Guess what? St- By the way, again on Friday, I had opened the door for a guy. What is going on with that? He actually stopped and waited for me to get there. And I looked at him and I went, 
you got to be kidding me. And I kicked it. I just oh, kicked the door. Oh, I'm telling you, you need a camera crew to follow you. Nothing like this. My life is so boring. <laughs> All Nothing the time. happens to me. He actually stopped and waited for me. Just, I looked at him and I went, I said, what kind of person are you? And that's when I kicked the door. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking I'm old and feeble. Open the damn door, you little creep. Anyway. This is why I get in trouble. Did he say anything back? <laughs> no, he just stared at me. Oh, my god! And he waited till I opened the door, and he went through. You need a reality show, or at least a GoPro. I'm attaching a GoPro to your head. Okay, that's what's the most popular? What's the most polite state? <laughs> Florida is not. Probably because of me, but that's besides the I'm producing the, the Jen Ross reality show over here. <laughs> There's no reality in my life. Yes. Anyway, Montana. Most polite? Yes. I could see that. 270,000 searches of polite terms in Montana. Wow. Don't ask me. Uh, number two, Vermont. By the way, it is a marketable difference, and I'm sure you've noticed this before. When you go, say, to Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. Georgia. Go one state up. I mean, the, the amount, just the difference you feel of, wow, these people are so nice. We took I'm the, not used to this. The kids are little. I remember we, we went up to Ohio to visit my in-laws and, uh, and, and stopped by Columbus. When and I went we to went, South Bend, same thing. Everyone was so nice. We went into a, I think it was oh. a, a Bob Evans. Oh, welcome to Bob Evans. Hi. And I remember, so nice to see you. We'll have a table for you in just a minute. I remember my kids looked at each other and went, wow, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> and I went, what do you mean? She goes, she's nice. It's incredible. She's smiling. I said, it's a different state. You said, this talking, is, this is you the rest of the world, it's not incredible. Florida. Gosh, it's like, it's like culture shock when you're around other people from polite states. Uh, I'm trying to see where we rank. Uh, I'll say 47th. What's, what's the rudest state? It's and it's gotta, not us. No, it's not us. It's got to be something like New York or California, like, you know, one of the big states. California. California. Followed by Kansas. Really? Why is really? Kansas so rude? I don't know. Illinois, Louisiana, Michigan. Oh! Pennsylvania, Whoa, Oregon, go. Massachusetts, Florida, Massachusetts. and West Virginia. So where, where was Florida? Was it 41, 40? Yeah. We were ninth on the yeah. list of bad people. I was like, okay. <laughs> this really bothers me moving along. What do you got? I had the story last week and I didn't do it. Kraft owns Lunchables. Okay. Lunchables just signed a deal with the school lunch program. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. What do you think Lunchables about this? Lunchables are going to – have you ever looked at what's in a Lunchable? I'd rather not. <laughs> it's, it depends on what Lunchable you and, get. Uh, and, and they're in my house all the time. Yeah. Nora likes those pizza ones. Oh, the pizza ones are and, good. And I'm, I, I'm look at, I look at my daughter and say, you do realize that's like plastic. <laughs> Why are you feeding her this crap? <laughs> Apparently lunch, and I'm sorry. I mean, my kids love, I'm not a big Lunchable fan just because of the nutrition, nutrition value. But Kraft has made modifications to them so they would be acceptable and meet school lunch protocol. Because now it's going to be part of school lunches, right? Yes, Is that what they're doing? that's what they're doing. So Starting you can actually year. buy these in the cafeteria. I don't know if you can buy them or they're going to be like available. Oh, I see. You know, in many cases, lunches are included or breakfast is included for kids. So that's a big deal for Kraft, though. I mean, that's, that's a huge a, contract. That's a big, yeah, that's a big, huge deal. So I just <laughs> well, thought it was fun. I was I like, okay. You, I mean, modified Lunchables are probably better than some of the things they were putting in a school cafeteria when I was a kid. <laughs> so you're talking about plastic. I have PTSD when you talk about <laughs> school lunches. Sister Rosina, lima oh, beans. Oh, no. I told you what she did to Booch. No. Booch didn't eat her lima beans. Uh -oh. oh, my God. Uh oh You think I make this stuff up. I know you don't. That's the amazing thing. Booch was my best. Well, st still a very good friend of mine. I've known the girl since we were like three years old, two years old. We were in the same classes all through high school, all through elementary school. 
And Sister Rosina was the was the cafeteria monitor that day. We came out and Boots didn't eat her lima beans. They used to make sure you ate everything, right? right. God knows what we had for lunch. But I threw mine down the, the drain. No one saw me. I was smart. <laughs> Boots didn't. So she's going to turn in a train. She's got these lima beans. And Rosina's like, Miss Boochie, you have to eat your lima beans. She goes, I'm not eating the lima beans. She said, you eat the lima beans. She goes, I'm not eating. And Booch oh, was very defiant. Next thing you know, Booch grabbed by the collar, oh. slammed up against oh, the geez. wall. <laughs> it was like dangling. I'm like, okay. Booch goes, not eating them. Wow. Yeah, they sent her home because she wouldn't eat lima beans. But wow. Rosina threw her right up against the wall. Sister Rosina wasn't messing around. I'm huh? telling you, Rosina was Robert. I'm, there's no doubt about <laughs> it in my, my world. Rosina was more of a man than any woman I'd, man I'd ever met in my life. Well, on that note, we got to go. Okay. We're leaving. Tomorrow, more Catholic school stories. Anyway, <laughs> Catholic schools must hate me now. Oh, this totally. was years ago, not today, no, years ago. I know. Anyway, okay. different state, not here. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We would love to see you then. Thanks for joining us. Have a great first day of spring.